Today is Wednesday, February 26th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, a federal judge has ruled that a nonprofit seeking to open a safe injection site in Philadelphia would not violate a federal drug law known commonly as Crack House Statute. Safe House, a nonprofit chaired by former, former Governor Ed Rendell, wants to spend almost $2 million a year to operate a safe injection in Philadelphia. Mayor Jim Kenney announced last year that he and the other city officials supported Safe House's plan to open locations where people can inject drugs under the supervision of a doctor or nurse who can administer an overdose antidote if necessary. Philadelphia has the highest opioid death rate of any large U.S. city. During the summer, Kenny toured safe injection sites in Canada. U.S. Attorney William McSwain sued Safe House last year, arguing it's seeking to break the law and normalize the use of deadly drugs like heroin and fentanyl. A lease has been signed for a safe injection site inside the Constitution Health Plaza at the corner of Broad and McKean Streets in South Philadelphia. Apparently um, there's like a um, an urgent care or some other um, health offices in that same building. The supervised injection site would be the first of its kind in the country right here in Philadelphia. Safe House will hold a press conference today at 1030 to, to discuss more details. So I don't think it's set in stone, but it's a lot closer and I think um, quicker than people thought this was going to happen. Well, yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is a weird topic and, and you know it's you know, and there's I'm people d- like debated all over sides. the place like i just, and i i personally don't you know i can i i and i do see both sides of it but i just don't understand like, i don't understand it how you can't just arrest these people on the spot for possession right right yeah. well, well the big that- the thing that's causing the most controversy is they're planning a drive-through which i think <laughs> oh, is really <laughs> problematic Stop. right Kathy? that's what i mean but could you have another can we have like a murder house where you can just go in and murder somebody you don't like or like, can we illegal. just have a place where it's you know that was the here. original plan for the happy place but uh <laughs> murder house but yeah and they thought for the holiday season it wouldn't work that would not save injection spots uh, you know like um <laughs> prostitute you know uh whorehouses uh places to go snort your coke where it's going to be a little bit safer or to go smoke your marijuana you know like any sort of illegal yeah. illegal activity can we just do it as long as it's monitored and safe you know as i think about it too though, and, <laughs> but you talk about it and it's one of those things where there's there's points on both sides and it's such a staggering problem yeah. that people are looking around going how do we handle this and these houses will provide um the tourniquet they'll provide the needles mm-hmm. that like they're providing everything that's needed to and a keepsake photo yeah <laughs> and a keepsake <laughs> photo for your illegal activity with the grinch i mean can we give drunk people rides home so they don't drive drunk you know like the you know there's, there's points all around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't need to debate even, this at 6 o'clock in the morning. But but it's not even illegal to, to drink. I mean, you can't drink and drive. Right. But you know what I mean? So, yeah, I would I would agree with that. Well, they, they are setting right up away. drink houses. Yeah. So. <laughs> They're cold bars. <laughs> That's I'm not getting in on this. One. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. No. I just see you over there shooting up, and we appreciate <laughs> yep. that. No, no but there was, a, there was another site that they thought it was going, I think, somewhere in Kensington. Um, but it is not going to go there. They're, they're looking now at this South Philadelphia um, location, which uh, they've signed a so they're going to hold a press conference today, Safe House, which is this nonprofit. Um, they're going to hold a press conference today at 1030. So I guess we'll find out some more You know, they have then. looked at Cho's in our own building. <laughs> yeah, so, and uh, that would be really cool. Except they, the, the hypodermics would have been from 1960. They do sell everything down yeah, there. Yeah, they do. U.S. health officials, uh, officials issued what appears to be a strong warning about uh, the coronavirus on Tuesday. It is not a matter of if, but when it will spread to communities in the United States and that Americans should prepare for significant di- disruption to their 
their lives as a result of the virus. Until now, health officials hoped to prevent community spread in the United States from occurring. But following community transmissions in countries Italy, Iran, and South Korea, health officials believe the virus may not be able to be contained at the border and are urging, urging residents to prepare. Health officials uh, in our region are prepping. If there are cases that occur here, we're going to work very hard to prevent that spread, uh, said Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley. We've been working close with hospitals, the CDC, and state officials. Our health systems are strong and will be able to quarantine someone who has been infected. Uh, he says that hospitals will have quarantine rooms ready, but says that the public has to do their part. It's imperative if anyone travels into Philadelphia from an infected area that you stay away from anyone for 14 days. Farley also says the coronavirus does show up here. Um, if it does show up here, it's important uh, that you have a personal plan for inevitable daily disruptions. People may not be able to go to work. They'll have to work from home. Kids won't be able to go to school. And he says in some cases, the schools may even uh, won't be able to stay open. So uh, you'll have to prepare for your children and yourself. No confirmed cases of the coronavirus have been found in the Delaware Valley to date. At Philly's spring training, the Philly Fanatic debuted his new look, and now the original creators have voiced how disappointed they are. The change follows the Phillies suing the company that created the Fanatic last August from reclaiming the copyright. The firm helped develop the Fanatic and was playing hardball with the Phillies to pay up millions of dollars to keep him. Thing sucks! To keep him or the beloved mascot could enter into uh, some sort of free agency. The original (laughs) creators, Bonnie Erickson and Wade Harrison, expressed their dismay and released a statement. The Phillies' lack of good faith in negotiating for an extension of the copyright assignment for the Philly Fanatic is disappointing, said Wade Harrison. But the unveiling of the so-called new Fanatic on Sunday is an effort uh, to our intellectual property rights and the Phillies fans everywhere. For more than 40 years, we have worked closely with the Phillies, making all the Fanatic costumes, providing the artwork, Work an idea until June of 2018, added Bonnie. The Fanatic has performed successfully for the Phillies and the city of Philadelphia for decades. The business decision by the Phillies to roll out a new Fanatic is a transparent attempt to deny us our rights under the Copyright Act. We would love to have the real Fanatic continue with the Phillies. By the way, so we were at the Flyers game last night. We had a sorority party and Gritty, in solidarity yeah. with uh, the <laughs> Fanatic last night. Over- she had a new look. He had a blue tail. Are you serious? Yeah, he had uh, kind of like the My stars God. around his eyes, the whole thing. Yep. <laughs> he says, crazy. I stand with the fanatic, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. This is so crazy. Yep. Uh, so far, there's been no response from the Phillies. I think they're going to have to buck up if they want to keep the, the fanatic. I think they're going to have to. A lot of people, Preston, who are sort of, you know, and, and huge <laughs> Phil's fans, obviously, and love uh, the whole thing, but are saying, yeah, the, the, the people who designed it have a... Have a case here, you know, something, you know? Yep, absolutely. All right, let's do sports this morning. The Flyers scored the opening goal a minute and a half into the game and held on for a 4-2 win over the San Jose Sharks last night in South Philly. Nick Obey-Kubel scored on an early power play to give the Flyers a 1-0 lead, and the Flyers took charge with two goals in the first 10 minutes of the second. Kevin Hayes scored twice, and Travis Konechny added another to lead the Flyers to the win. Carter Hart stopped 26 shots and improved to 13-1 at home over the last 14 starts. The Flyers have won nine of their last 12 games to improve to fifth in the Eastern Conference. They're off until... Friday night when they'll host the New York Rangers. The Sixers are on the road tonight with a game in Cleveland against the Cavaliers. The Sixers are in fifth place in the East, a half a game.
game behind the Miami Heat for fourth, while the Cavaliers are in last place in the conference with a record of 16-41. and 41. Tip-off is scheduled for 7 o'clock, and that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you very much, Kathy, and we welcome you to our radio programs. We have uh, some things planned for the morning. We are, let's see, we're going to get... Uh, a concert announcement information uh, released to you, which is going to be around 10 a.m. That's what yes. it says here. We're going to do it around then? Music news, uh, something like that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, I think it's going to be a good one. I think you're really going to enjoy this. So that information is coming up on the program today. We have some friends stopping by from Positano Coast for Meet and Eat. So we'll do some giveaways with those guys. Your chance to win some free food. We love doing that. And we will have Suzanne Summers on the show today. Suzanne pretty Summers, cool. Yeah, she's getting in touch. She's got a new... A book which is called A New Way to Age, The Most Cutting-Edge Advances <laughs> in Anti-Aging. She's totally, uh, you got to remember, she was the thigh master queen. That's so right. She's, uh, she's always been about fitness and health. And she showed, I guess, the benefits of what she's doing. Remember that nude picture she took of the tall grass? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. I forgot about birthday. that. Yeah, so, right. looking pretty good. Yeah. So, we'll talk to Suzanne Summers today. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day, which is a regular Wednesday thing. And also, Wednesday thing is Secret Text for it and a chance for you to win a four-pack of tickets. As uh, Temple Basketball is in action against Tulsa on Wednesday, March 4th at the Leah Course Center. Uh, so, you can get started on that now. You can text the word SECRET to 39333, and we'll send a word back to you uh, later on the designated caller who can tell us that word. We'll win some tickets, and we'll also grab a random texture and give away tickets that way, too. So, uh, And I know we have some other things, movie screen passes and stuff like that that we'll have your chance to win uh, through the course of today's show. So, these things and more are taking place. We'll break, come back in a second, a stupid question with some freebies and uh, some entertainment stories. All that stuff is on the way. Stay with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, so stupid question today. The prize is Paratigsy Dinosaur Pileup. They're going to be playing the Foundry on April 21st. And the question that I have for you today is a musical one. Who was the band leader on Magic Johnson's ill-fated talk show, The Magic Hour? <laughs> two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you remember that. So, who was the band leader? On Magic Johnson's failed talk show, The Magic Hour, 215-263-WMMR. Man, was that a painful show to watch. I remember it clearly. We've had Craig Shoemaker uh, on and uh, talking about his experience early on with that show. It's one of the classic bombs of all time. Right up there with Chevy Chase's talk show, yeah. which yeah. lasted under a year. Well, it's when they just say, they, they took someone who's charismatic and likable yeah. and said, let's give him a talk you show. You can do it. Even though they've never done that right. type of thing before. And it turns out. There's a skill set. No, <laughs> no. Like, for example, he had a basketball skill set. Yeah, right? Yep. All right. So while we're waiting for your answer, I'll go through some birthdays. Today is the 26th day of February, and we'll start with a singer. Today is Michael Bolton's birthday oh! today. Yeah, that's correct. The 
big, loud singer, uh, pop and R&B singer. What band was he in? Was he in a band? It was just initially. called Bolton. It was just Bolton. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he had a song uh, called, um, oh, man. <laughs> It was actually a good song. We go through this head scratcher every year on his birthday. It was a rock tune. Oh man! And then he shifted with his solo, obviously. Yeah, and then he then he started doing right, you know, pop and R and B, and was tremendously oh, Fool's Game. That there was we go. Oh. Fool's Game was the name of that song. Oh, yes. I have that. Do you? Yeah. Let's yeah. hear that. I don't remember this song. Yeah. R&B, and uh, he kind of, he had a semi-hit with this song, and then, uh, yeah, hugely successful in his heyday. It Amazing. Was just, he was just raining the the uh, uh, the airwaves and the charts at that time. He's 67 today, and he gets that Michael Bolton is a joke now, <laughs> which is awesome. <laughs> he does, and has fun with it. Uh, another musician, Jonathan Kane, keyboardist for the band Journey. And uh, responsible for a lot of their hit songs. He was, he's, a, he's a great songwriter. When you walk with purpose, think of this song in your mind. Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. When Absolutely. you're going into quit. You got to have this yeah. as if you're strutting down the road. Right. Yeah. Uh, also former member of The Babies, too. And he celebrates his 70th birthday today. Uh, actress Teresa Palmer, who's been here in our studio, is just wonderfully beautiful and very, very nice. Yes. Uh, she was in Bedtime Stories, Adam Sandler movie, right? Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh, Sorcerer's Apprentice as well, Jay Baruchel. I really enjoyed that movie. I do too. It's a fun movie. Yep. Were they ever going to make a second or did they make a second? I don't think so. Uh, nothing I know of. Uh, she is 34 today. Is that why we had her in for Sorcerer's uh... Because we I'm have thinking, Jay Baruchel. It might have been. I'm warm, thinking. Remember that uh, Warm Bodies movie? That's what she was. Oh, yeah, with the, the zombies. Yeah. She, she falls in love with the zombie. And I think, who was the, um, wasn't he from uh, X-Men? Yeah, uh, Nick, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yes, there we go. Yep. Uh, then we have actor Bill Duke uh, from the movie Predator. He's oh. Mac. He's great. Yeah, yeah, he's been like super uh, active on Twitter lately. Has he? Yes, and okay. I don't know why he, I, it's not, I don't think I follow him. But he keeps showing up on my feed for some reason. Okay. Are, are you, do you have any sort of personal relationship with him? No, no. I must follow somebody who keeps liking. Uh, and yeah. I don't like that. You know, if I follow you and you like something, it shows up on my feed. Uh, yeah, that that is kind of weird. But Bill Duke actually has a, uh, a, a writing career as well. He's written a few plays and I think a few screenplays. No yeah. kidding. And uh, he was also in uh, the movie Commando Pressing. He's that big... Uh, a hotel room fight with Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. And he, he pops up. You see him in a, in a small role from time to time. He's, I, a, he's a big guy. I quote him all the time with you. You ghosted me. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, 77, by the way, today. Uh, all right. A young lady named Taylor Dooley is 27, and she played Lava Girl in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> Again, another was, guilty pleasure. But uh, she was worth bringing up. I thought I always thought she was really cute, and uh, yeah, she that doesn't have a whole lot of other things in her uh, right. in her credits. But uh, Lava Girl is certainly worth. If mentioning. all you do is Lava Girl, as uh, Orson Welles once said, Taylor Dooley, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Orson Welles. Uh, and then the last birthday is a uh, bassist Tim Comerford. Rage Against the Machine, Audio Slave, and Prophets of Rage. And he is uh, 51 years old today. So, happy birthday, everybody, celebrating birthdays on this date. 
We'll see if we can find an answer to the stupid question. And uh, I don't know. I don't see anything on the <laughs> monitor. I. Not a damn thing. Casey, I think her phone uh, lines are... Oh, okay. Here. Let me just do a little something here. I think they're shot. So I'm looking on uh, on my mixing board here. Normally, I have all these lights lit up. and Casey's reworking. Now we do, but I don't have any names or anything like that. So I'm going to... Uh... <laughs> well, let me connect. I'm going to connect show. Okay. We have to connect something. I'm sorry. Marissa's going... She's doing the hand drive. Yeah, I saw... <laughs> she actually... <laughs> was doing some right, kind of... You want me to X so. out of this and then start it up again is what that was. Okay. <laughs> I thought, uh, hello, can you go? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to join in. There you go. <laughs> ah, okay, now I can try. Um, what? Okay. Wait a second. That's we... gibberish. Uh, this is giving us travel Hi. advice. Hang on just a second. Hi, who's on the air? Who is this? This is Adam. Hey, Adam, how you doing, man? Hi, how are you? Wonderful. The answer is she- Sheila E. Yeah, you're right. Yes, <laughs> absolutely correct. Thank God. <laughs> Adam, hang on the line. <laughs> I thought he was Tony from Baltimore. But... I, you know, this might, okay. Adam, we got you taken care of, my man. We are going to send you over the pair of tickets to see Dinosaur Pile Up at the Foundry, and that is April 21st. Uh, tickets are on sale now at LiveNation.com, by the way. We are. Somewhere Tony from Baltimore is going, why aren't they talking to me? Yeah. I mean, do you really want to know what's going on? Uh, Tony from Baltimore is calling our sports station down the hall. Oh, <laughs> really? So somehow yes. or another, we have their phone Answer screens. Him. No, we can't. We, we, just see on, we can see on the screen. Okay. The sex yeah, I don't know. We've got to bring 110%. Yeah. First time, long time. Yeah. All right, well, I do Jolly have, hustle. I do have some things to get to. Uh, we're going to start with the, the, the Weinstein stuff. Mimi Haley's testimony helped get Harvey convicted of criminal sex acts. Uh, they could land him in jail for up to 29 years. Sentencing is set for March 11th. But for now, Haley tells CBS this morning she is satisfied. Uh, she said, I was actually in a coffee shop, and it kind of popped up on a screen from a friend, and I just sat down, I started crying, and I had to go out into the street because I did not want to be crying in a coffee shop. It was just a huge sense of relief, just the relief that the jury got it, that they believed me, and I was heard, and yeah, I was just grateful that they got it. They were, they, I mean, some, you know, there were some people and some um, assessors of what went on that said it wasn't a, um, it was sort of a setback for the case against him, but they found him guilty on other things. He's certainly facing a number of years in jail. It's a victory. Yeah, I did read some uh, felt that he should have obviously gotten stuff yes, at all. I, I, there's always going to be people sure, that, but he, that are that way. They found, you know, they, they found in favor of, of the, a lot of these witnesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, she said she believes it's a huge turning point for the culture at large, a notion that several other uh, pundits had echoed. She said, uh, I just think that uh, we're being educated about the reality of sexual assault and sexual assault victims. It's not always just a stranger. It's very often somebody that the person knows. And with that comes an entire other layer of processing. Uh, Weinstein was convicted of attacking her and Jessica Mann. All told, more than 80 women accused him of assault. Jesus. And now he is facing four additional charges in L.A. Uh, his defense attorney, Arthur Adala. Uh, uh, told reporters that he was flabbergasted by the verdict. He doesn't know wh- how this happened. Uh, I was watching a clip of him. I was going through some Ricky Gervais clips, uh, the Golden Globes. 2016, Preston. There he is sitting in the audience, Harvey Weinstein, yucking it up at a table with all these, you know, people. And, mm-hmm. you know, so you you wonder, it, we, we, it's our understanding, if you read Ronan Farrow's book, that everyone sort of knew what was going on. So it, it's, you know, the the chickens have come home to roost, so to speak. Uh, after his conviction, he was escorted to jail. 
on Monday, uh, experiencing chest pains. He was transported to Bellevue Hospital. He is still being observed as a precautionary measure, from what I understand, according to his reps. And isn't the word that he's hired one of these um, sort of prison trainers to just get him prepped for dealing with prison? That's the rumor. Uh, His doctors and the judge will decide when he is well enough to be released. Is there any way he could be put in a cell with Cosby? Uh, yeah, it'd be like stir crazy, right? Together, yeah, <laughs> sexual predator stir crazy. Uh, production for the upcoming Mission Impossible film has been put on hold due to a worldwide coronavirus outbreak. A three-week shoot was set to take place in Venice, Italy, but due to a recent surge in coronavirus cases uh, centered in northern Italy, Paramount has pulled the plug. If you have the Mission Impossible crew sitting right there, have them work on the coronavirus. Thing. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, the number of confirmed cases has reached 229 in Italy alone. Mm. A spokesperson for the studio said, out of an abundance of caution for the safety and well-being of our cast and crew and efforts of the local Venetian government to halt public gatherings in response to the threat of the coronavirus, we're altering the production plan for our three-week shoot in Venice, uh, the scheduled first leg of an extensive production for Mission Impossible 7. Uh, During this hiatus, we want to be mindful of the concerns of the crew and are allowing them to return home until production starts. Uh, They'll continue to monitor the situation and work alongside health government uh, officials as it evolves. Uh, Tom Cruise, of course, is Ethan Hunt from the films, but he was not yet reportedly in Italy when the decision was made. I wonder what um, super incredible stunt he will engage in. Every movie he does something that gets press. Yeah, and, and if uh, they were going to be shoot, yeah. if they were going to be shooting in Venice, you know, it'd been it's some kind of boat. Yeah, yeah, chase through the canals or something. But uh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, hanging on the side of that plane was pretty badass. <laughs> it was yeah, it was. and then he did the halo jump. Was yeah. the last one. Uh, so the film is scheduled for a July twenty third, twenty twenty one release. Paris Hilton is on the cover of Cosmopolitan UK, so I've got some excerpts from that for you. I didn't get my copy. Uh, Well, she dishes on the best decision she's ever made in her life and her unexpected link to the royal family. Ooh! Uh, She reveals... Did she give one of them oral? That her... uh, You know what? Let's find out. Uh, No. No. Uh, she reveals that her split from Chris Zilka was the best decision I've ever made in my life. This is about like a year ago, right? As fans may recall, yeah, she and Zilka ended things in November, a little over a year ago, November 2018. Right. Ten months after he proposed to her with a $2 million engagement ring. <laughs> I mean, uh, th- does he get that ring back? Because I'm sure he's not a $2 million ring uh, I kind of... I hope so. I okay. don't know. I'm going to say... She might have kept it. Yeah. Yeah. She said, here's what she said. Listen to this. She goes, uh, I, I just don't think he was the right person, and I feel like I am an incredible woman, <laughs> and I deserve someone so amazing. There we go. She does deserve someone so amazing with the I same lack of ego. I am an incredible woman, and I deserve someone so amazing. I'm so incredible. She said, it just didn't feel right. I've worked way too hard to just give my life to someone. So they have to be perfect, she said. What she's worked way too hard at, has that made her wealthy, or is it just the family's natural wealth? Wow. Yeah. In recent months, Hilton has been linked to entrepreneur uh, Carter Reum, hmm. uh, but she says she's still single. Uh, she said, with dating certain people, there's a risk of not trusting them and the fear that if I go out of town, they might do something to embarrass me. I feel lucky <laughs> now uh, to not have to have that to wait to not have that fear because I'm independent. It feels good to not have someone controlling me. 
I mean, she's nervous that she can make her bills and all that stuff, but uh, she gets along. Uh, she also appears to have some trust issues. The 39-year-old says, especially in Los Angeles, because it's very hard to trust people. I'm very lucky to have my parents watching out for me and not letting any weirdos get near me. Mm. Now, <laughs> okay. she says that she is linked to Queen Elizabeth. Is that right? And yes, it has something to do with a psychic because this is Paris. She said, they always say the best things. Of course they do. She said, when I was a baby, a psychic told my grandmother that I was going to be one of the most famous and photographed women in the world one day. (laughs) Other psychics have said that I'm related to Marilyn Monroe and things like that. And my mom just did one of those 23andMe DNA kits. And I'm related to Marilyn Monroe and Queen Elizabeth. They also said I'm related to Captain America. Yes. This is amazing. So, like an honest to God superhero. It doesn't expand <laughs> on that anymore. He's very patriotic. How she's related to the Queen or Marilyn Monroe. Or well, the Captain psychic America. said so, Preston. Yeah, and, right. and oddly enough, you know, and it's funny, the more she paid this psychic, the better the things were she was telling her. Fun it was probably about life. ten grand in when she learned she was related to the queen. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, I, you want any young woman to think highly of herself yes. and all this sort of stuff, but like, you know, Rick Solomon, you know, like, <laughs> I know uh, Rick yeah. Solomon was the one who uh, leaked that video of her giving him oral. Yep. I, I just when I see that one guy, night in Paris, right? That was the name of it. How does anybody allow that person to enter them? Like. From miles away, you can tell he's a mega douchebag. Yes. Check it out. Check it out. All right. What do you guys think of this? Just when fans thought the Bachelor Nation couldn't get any bigger, they learned that ABC is casting for a new version of the show with seniors looking for love. Yeah. Yeah. That that might be where you get me. Because if it involves jazzy scooters and hurricanes... I mean, are we talking like like late 70s and early 80s? or 65 plus. No right. way. Yep. All right. Okay. Yeah. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the reception on Twitter was immediate and effusive, with several tweeting out that they were... Lloyd, wake up. That they were... Nomin- wake up! <laughs> they were nominating the grandparents. Oh, God! Others opine... Oh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> Others opine that... Uh, this- here's your bachelor kid and invited- oh, has a mirror in it to check if you're still breathing. Uh, others opined that uh, this would be perfect for would-be applicants in the 30 to 35 age bracket, but the powers would be stipulated that an applicant should be 65 plus. I'd like to see them try something with uh, dramatic age differences, like uh, you know, let's get the cougar yeah. and the younger guy. Really? Yeah, let's see what that's wow. about. Let's I, was, I was talking with a, a gay friend last week about um, this show, and and said, you, do, you think they'll ever do like a, a gay version of The Bachelor or Bachelorette? Don't and, they uh, do one on Bravo? I don't know, but he, he said. Uh, I don't know if we want that. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on behalf of gay people everywhere. Nah, nah, nah. No, this has certainly That's set funny. heterosexuality back. But, really uh, uh, That's funny. Uh, yeah, I, Nick, I think there was one uh, a couple years back, and they uh, it might have been, Bravo was the gay network for the longest. Or, no, Logo. 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 That's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, they, the applicants should be 65 plus. I, I, I'm intrigued by this idea. Sure. One producer offered Brought these to you by Blue Emu. clues on Instagram, writing, Are you entering your golden years and looking for romance? The producers of The Bachelor are looking for active and outgoing single men and women in their golden for a new, exciting dating show. Instead of a red rose, he gives them a coupon to Denny's. <laughs> 
This is for a free entree. That would be nice. Something they could use. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't have a time frame. They're just kind of uh, testing the waters. I mean, way. do you think, honestly, they could do the production the same way that they do uh, the regular Bachelor? Because you, you hear that they're all, like, sleep-deprived, and that's why they're, like... Like they could literally so kill half their crew? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, half their people? I don't know. I just want to see some dude in his early 80s, you know, with the uh, walking along the beach, <laughs> the whole thing... You know, to me, that might be interesting. Yeah, we'll see. Hank Azaria will no longer voice uh, the Simpsons character Apu after getting a blowback for years. In a new interview with New York Times, he admits that uh, basing Apu on a Peter Sellers character in The Party... Uh, was quite a blind spot, he said. In the 1968 film, Sellers appears in brownface as an Indian actor. Uh, Azaria said he isn't sure how the show will move forward. He said, all we know there is... All we know there is, uh, I won't be doing the voice anymore. He hasn't, Apu hasn't appeared on the show in a while. He said, unless there's some way to transition it or something, what they're going to do with the character is their call. It's up to them, and they haven't sorted it out yet. All we've agreed on is that I won't do the voice anymore. Hmm. Uh, He said, once I realized that uh, that was the way the character was thought of, uh, it just didn't, I just didn't want to participate in it anymore. I said, it just didn't feel right. Uh, this was in a statement to the Times. The show said, uh, we respect Hank's journey in regard to Apu. Uh, we have granted his wish to no longer voice the character, but they left a the door open. Uh, they said, Apu is beloved worldwide. We love him, too. Stay tuned. So I don't know what they're going to end up doing with that character, but he's not going to be voicing it anymore. Yeah, I remember they, when the Simpsons producers, I think Simon or whoever was the, the one who issued the statement at that point, one of the guys, um, was basically saying, we might continue with the character. Regardless, yep. you know, yep. because of that, what you just said, beloved worldwide. So, yep. but he's he's tapping out on it. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, legendary opera singer Placido Domingo apologized yesterday to women who have accused him of sexual harassment after an investigation by the American Guild of Musical Artists concluded that he'd acted inappropriately with female performers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Domingo, who'd at first denied the accusation, said he spent several months reflecting on the allegations saying, I respect that these women finally felt comfortable enough to speak out, and I want them to know that I am truly sorry uh, for the hurt that I caused them. Said a friend saw him pricing walkers on Amazon, Preston, just in case. Uh, He said, while that was never my intention, no one should ever be made uh, to feel that way. Uh, In a story first reported by the Associated Press, the accuser said uh, Domingo forced, kissed them, groped them, and pressured them into meeting him outside work for sex. Uh, Domingo resigned as the general manager of the Los Angeles Opera after that report. So he has, uh, he has officially apologized. So if they market anything with the three tenors from here on in, will it be two tenors and that other guy? Maybe. Let's see about that. Uh, Presley Gerber was spotted entering a drug testing facility amid rumors that his parents, Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber, are increasingly concerned about him. This is after the tattoo he got, misunderstood, under his eye? Yes, the 20-year-old recently got the word misunderstood tattooed on his face. (laughs) Uh, Page 6 reports that Gerber will complete his DUI program at the facility and that girlfriend uh, Cameron Rorison dropped him off, and he was arrested for a DUI on New Year's Day in 2019. He was looking at it in the mirror, Preston. He said, you screwed up. It's backwards. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I have not mentioned our friends in quite some time, the uh, Kardashian yeah. crew. Well, I don't yeah. think it hasn't gone unappreciated. Yeah, so uh, Kim and Chloe, 
and Courtney are apparently not playing nice in our first look at season 18 of Keeping oh Up with the Kardashians. Yeah. Season 18. Last, this is where it all becomes entertaining. Last season, tensions ran higher, but it seems this time around they're boiling over. Oh, my God. In the clip, Chloe asks Court, why do you have to have an attitude? Why do oh. you have to have an attitude? And Courtney replies saying, don't involve yourself in business that is not yours. And then Chloe retorts with, then don't talk about it in front of me. And then, whoa. Snap. Mm-hmm. And she said, this is an A and B conversation. Uh, <laughs> this is going to be, the return is Thursday, March 26th. So it's still a Well, with a teaser off. like that, count me in. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. So we have that to look forward <laughs> right. to. Uh, I mean, people, okay. I know. I know. Uh, I know. Listen, man, I, I, I'm sure there's tons of programming out there that I watch that people were thinking, you know, this is. This is absolute trash. It was an actual poll that said everyone on earth thinks his show stinks. Uh, 18 seasons. Yeah. I mean, they have run that sponge out like nobody's business. And there's still some still everything moistness in there. Absolutely. Thing. They're all moist. Yeah. Except for me. Eva Mendez has a surprising dream role. She tells E.T. that one thing that would bring her back to acting would be an opportunity to play a Disney villain. Huh. And she would like to do it for Esmeralda. And Amada, who she shares with her husband, Ryan Gosling. Uh, She told E.T., acting is something that I will always love. Uh, It's just uh, like now that I have children, I'm kind of extreme. There's just so many things that I won't do. Like I won't do most of the movies I've done in the past. A lot of things are off that list. And I don't want to do anything too violent. Of course, I don't want to do anything too sexual or sexual at all. She's uh, the other guys was on uh, the other day, and uh, she is so she's funny in that, but also super hot. Uh, but I understand she's she wants to take time for her kids. Yeah, she said so. Basically, I'm basically like Disney. I'm all yours, Disney, <laughs> and that's all that's left. So she just wants to do Disney. Uh, speaking of kids, Tallulah Willis has a tattoo from her arm removed. I don't know what it said. I don't. I don't know what the tattoo was. Mis- Misunderstood. <laughs> Missed underturd. Oh, they misspelled it. Uh, she explained to a fan who asked on social media that it was an impulse decision that oh. she made when she was 20. And uh, Rumor Willis has had tattoos removed before. So they're regretting it and getting it taken care of. Regirding it. They're regirding I'm it. So, yeah. <laughs> no regirts. Mm-hmm. That would be a great tattoo. There is, right? Yeah, yeah it's yeah, a big no, thing. Yeah, no regirts. No yeah, uh, all right. So I, I was saying before that, like, I'm sort of coming around on the face tattoo a little bit. Wow. I, I, I But also, I was thinking about, am I too old to get an eyebrow piercing? Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. I am? Yeah. I'm too old for that? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm too old for a face tattoo. I don't think I don't think <laughs> yes, you're too please. old for for an eyebrow piercing. What would, what would you get? Like a stud? No, no. Or like uh, a something to hang your keys on? No, like a little hoop uh, in the corner of my eyebrow. Okay, no. I'm I'm too old. For, yeah, my wife seems it. I am a dad, but so what? Yeah, no. Can you do this? Can you uh, attach with a little chain to a piercing in your <laughs> nose? I don't want <laughs> it. So after you sneeze, your yeah. eyes open up wide. I always love the ear to the nose chain because you just want to grab it. Yeah. Grab it and yank them over to you. You can take it too. Yeah. Come on, you yeah. dummy. 
Uh, so let's see here. Stateless premieres at uh, uh, Berlinale today. Anybody know what Berlinale is? I have no idea. I don't even know what Stateless is. Yeah, uh, Stateless is a Kate Blanchett thing. Okay, uh, it's um, a jam, a John. It's a culmination of a seven-year journey for her. The Oscar winner and UN ambassador for refugees came up with the idea for Stateless in 2013 after a conversation about immigration with writer Elise McCready. Uh, and it inspired her to tell the story of people caught in Australia's border control system. Uh, uh, she believes that telling the story on TV will reach more people. Uh, she said the wonderful benefit of streaming and streaming internationally is that stories that are made in one particular territory have a global reach. And that was something that was very important to us that we weren't uh, making a culturally Heretically sealed piece of work. <laughs> okay. Okay. So now what's even, that available on? Just, I get maybe that's Berlinale. Okay. <laughs> Whatever that is. Uh, even Dog the fart breaks out and tries to get a little more socially relevant. Preston. <laughs> Now from dogfart.com. <laughs> Disney. I don't know. That's porn for those who don't know. Dog fart. Is. Uh, even though it takes place in Australia, the resonance is global. She said it's the perfect platform for it to be launching in Berlin on Dogfart. Brought to you from Dogfart.com. I guess this is a uh, from Iranian director Lachaba Kaka. <laughs> this is a um, maybe a German streaming service. Okay, Berlinale. You know Berlin. Yes, and Ali. Uh, and Ali. <laughs> <laughs> You know who's in it though the Uh-oh. the actress and you know she's been in a couple of things. I fell in love with her on the um, the series Chuck, um, the the blonde lead. Uh, uh, Come on, we, I, Savosky, I Savosky. Yes. What's her name? Savosky. Uh, Savosky. Yvonne. Yvonne. Yes. All right. Good teamwork, right. guys. Boom. American audiences will and see Ollie. it later this Boom. year on Netflix. By the way. All right. All right. And then one last thing, Chris Evans, speaking of uh, Captain America, who Paris Hilton is related to. That's right. <laughs> and I, I'm related to Captain America. Uh, is in talks to star in Little Shop of Horrors. Is he going to play the dentist? A new big screen take on the hit Broadway musical. I I don't know. That'd have to be the yeah. role. He cannot play the... Uh, that's what he's up well, for. He wouldn't, right? Yeah. But there are a bunch of different characters. But that, the that's the one he's up for. The no, abusive okay. boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Do you guys like that movie? I do. Yeah, I, I I just it didn't do it for me. When I, I, maybe I was too young. Have you ever seen the original in black and white with Jack Nicholson as the as the uh, no dental patient? No, yeah. no, I saw whatever came out in the eighties. Steve Martin. Yeah, no, Frank I, Oz. Uh, I liked it. Did yeah. you? Okay. I thought it was fun. Well, that's the one that incited all these musicals, and this is going to be a musical as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know what? It doesn't say. I was just assuming that it would be. Did you see? Uh, I asked you. Did you see Knives Out? Chris I Evans in that? Nope. He's really good. Okay. Yeah, he can. I, I have no doubt he can do this. Uh, but it says here it's a new big screen take on the hit Broadway musical. So, yes, this go. would be a musical uh, right. with uh, Greg, uh, Greg Berlanti directing. Scarlett Johansson and uh, Taron Egerton are also in talks with Billy Porter signed on for it as huh. well. So they could uh, they could turn this into a pretty big production with those names. Um, all right. I think we're ready to move on to clips. So let's get to it. A teenage girl who planned on leaving her hometown for college gets wrapped up in a supernatural murder mystery in the CW's Nancy Drew. In this clip, Scott Wolf discusses why he chose to be part of the show's cast. 
And I'm waiting for the clip to come over. All right, not you. Oh, All it's right, gonna be here good. Here we go. The simplest answer is it was the script. Obviously, the the books. Uh, it was not lost on me. I was always enamored with the Nancy Drew and the Hardy Boys and mystery mystery books. But reading the script got me super duper excited. Shut the f- yeah. <laughs> uh, so he's from Party of Five, Scott. Yes. Wolf. Okay. And yeah. uh, he's been working a lot lately. Now, yep. And the series is good. New episode of uh, Nancy Drew is on the CW tonight. That's at uh, 9 o'clock, by the way. Here's the next clip. Be an actor. Man. (laughs) (laughs) Being an actor and producer for the TV series Seal Team. It happened this morning on the Preston and Steve show. I just drove. Preston Elliott began speaking in tongues. (laughs) Yeah. Being an actor and producer for the TV series Seal Team can take a toll on an actor's physical and mental states. In this clip, star David Boreanaz talks about what it's like preparing for Seal Team. Here we go. I think with an intensity of this type of work, you just have to kind of let that melt away as you get away from it. But you're also, when in prepping, you're really exercising those emotions and you're going to dark places and you're opening up those doors of fear. Metaphorically, it's like an athlete. You go on, you play. If you're gripping your stick on the ice too much, you're not going to make the play. There's a lot that goes into it. Of course, a hockey reference from David Boreanaz. Uh, Sealed Team returns with back-to-back new episodes starting tonight at 9 o'clock, and that is on CBS. And that's all I have for you. Well, that's more than enough to feed upon, especially all the Paris Hilton revelations. Stick that pipe in your smoke it. (laughs) That isn't even the right thing. (laughs) No. Stick that pipe in your smoke it. Are you having a stroke? You all right? I think I am. Pope's mic. Those are the signs, right? <laughs> Incoherent speaking. Yeah. Yeah. Pope's mic. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't say Pope's mic. No, Nick I did. just did. Oh, did yeah. you? Well, he has a joke. Pope's I mic. I don't that one believe you. Who all drank last night? Bring me in. Oh, oh, my God. That well, maybe today's the day we invent our own language. <laughs> I'm just happy I'm not alone. Thank you, Nick. I get so mad sometimes sometimes during news when I fumble through my words and then the rest of the show happens. I feel better about myself. It's a community, really. It's a community of F-ups here on on our radio show. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, Let me see here. We have a secret text word. We have a chance for you to win a four-pack of tickets uh, as Temple is playing Tulsa. Wednesday, March 4th at the Leah Core Center. Text the word secret to 39333. Now, while you're doing that, we also have these movie passes to give away. And I'm going to do that uh, for the film Onward, which is a Disney Pixar family adventure film. Look over here. Look away from all that. I'll take five callers at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, and, of course, it's led by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt uh, lending the voices. It's going to be opening Monday, March 2nd. at No, this is when our screening is Monday, March 2nd. Uh, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia, and then it hits theaters nationwide on Friday, <laughs> March 6th. So let's get you on board. 215. I just, sorry. What? I Nothing. <laughs> 215 263 WMMR. Are you just laughing at me? No, okay. I was laughing at something else, as a matter of fact. I, was right. just, uh, I saw that monster from Little Chop of Heart, <laughs> and I was just thinking that Octo Mom's vagina is going to play the monster. <laughs> And it made me laugh when I thought of that. Wow. 
It's, hey. w- it's wild that you yeah. can go, go somewhere completely different where we're in the middle of working. Well, the problem was yeah. when I looked up when you were reading that, there was a picture on the monitor behind you of the monster from Little okay. Shop of Horrors. And immediately. And it looked like a vagina. And then the, immediately my thought went to. <laughs> the biggest vagina in the I, world. Yeah. Okay. And that was our mom's, mom's vagina. I got so, you. So, hey, everybody forgot about uh, Pope's mic. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, thank you. I owe you one. Hey, we're going to take a break. Uh, we're going to come back in a little bit, and uh, I'm going to go get some coffee. Yes. That might help. Me too. Uh, Suzanne Summers is going to be on the show yeah. this morning. We also have a, an announcement of a show coming up in Philly I think you're going to love, as well as uh, Meet and Eat, and I'll get you the details and stuff on that in a little bit. We'll take a break. Be right back. Stay with us. The black keys on a piano are either sharp or flat. The black keys on stage are never flat. They're amazing. MMR rocks. The Black Keys, Saturday, August 22nd at BB&T Pavilion. Win tickets this week with Jackson or hit up the contest page at WMMR.com. All winners qualify to see the Black Keys in sunny San Diego. MMR has more free tickets during our block party weekend and your chance to see them in Southern California. Click WMMR.com for our giveaway cheat sheet and all the details. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. at Ticketmaster.com. 93.3 WMMR and the Black Keys. Everything that rocks. Yeah, can I do a real, uh, couple of yeah. real quick uh, short yeah. notes? Uh, says, hey, bitches, sorority sister here. Preston, glad you made it down to Delco. You guys sounded amazing. She's talking about, uh, it's a subject of a, t- uh, it says TJ Brewskies. It's JT Brewskies. <laughs> which is where my band played over the weekend, said, Casey, thanks for stopping by, and uh, thanks to both of you for taking the time to take a picture with me and my family and friends. Long-time listener, loved you from day one. That's from Candy Harford, says, hey, how about a shout-out to the O'Neills and the uh, Alicios? So, sure, there you go. That's for you guys. Thank you. Uh, and then here's another one that says, hey, I'd like to request a shout-out uh, on or around February 25th. Uh, it's my little brother Anthony's birthday, and he is a loyal listener all the way from uh, Abilene, Texas, where he is stationed. He is a U.S. Air Force pilot and flies C-130s. Wow. Those are big. Yeah, I'd like to fly on one of those. Uh, it would make his day if he hears this on the podcast. Thanks in advance, and that is from uh, Michael Inarelli. So here you go. Inarelli, I think is how you say the name. And then one last thing. It's not really a short up, but I'll send him out. Uh, somebody, this, this gal, Susan, sent me an email that says, Hey, one of my jazzercise instructors. That's oh, still a yes, thing? I saw this email. Yes, there is still jazzercise. Heard your show a week or two ago during which you were reminiscing about 80s exercise programs. One of you spoke about jazzercise as if it was a thing of the distant past. I think no. I said I wish that it still existed okay. because I, I loved those exercises. She says, no, it is not. It's still going strong and has a loyal following of mostly women. I've been going to jazzercise classes for almost 37 <sighs> years as long as I've been married and I love it. Uh, the owner of the jazzercise franchise I attend in Springfield, Delco, is Kathy Samina. Uh, Sim, Sim, uh, yeah, Samina, I think is how you say that. Uh, she's a hard-body whirlwind who turned 65 in April. Wow. Yeah. And they wanted us to come broadcast live from their jazzercise yeah, we'll studio, but um, I told them we probably can't do that. Oh, I love that idea. <laughs> oh, wait, we can't go to Universal, but we can go to jazzercise. So here's uh, Susan and Kathy, a shout-out for you guys. No, up next is, my, is am I wrong? A week from Friday is cardboard class. You are right. Oh you my are right. God. Yes, it is. Oh my God. And again, we're on a good track because the weather looks like it's going to take a cold dip, but it'll be sunny. I don't. 
It's really? not one I saw. Did you? Yeah, Where'd yeah, you yeah. see a conflicting report? Uh, Nick looked up the Pocono uh, forecast, and it, it might be rainy, so we'll see. Rainy and warm would be perfect. Wouldn't it be? <laughs> I don't know, but listen, we're, we'll, we'll keep You don't know. We don't know. We don't. It's still no far out. No one knows. It's still far out enough to where Never we Never listen to us. But uh, we're looking forward to that event, and then, then we're going to be at spring training the weekend after that. Is that yeah. Yes. Training? We have three, three Fridays in a row of live broadcast, which will be fun. Then what's the Friday after that? Subaru. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We haven't announced that yet, have we? No. Okay, well, there yeah, you go. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll announce that announcement coming soon. <laughs> so we encourage you to buy a Subaru. Uh, and uh, last night we had our event at uh, the Flyers game. I wanted to mention that real quick because we had a sorority party. It was a little bit of a different one. Normally when we have the President Steve's 8A to Pie sorority, we have a little ceremony. Uh, we'll do, you know, uh, initiations yeah. and stuff like that. But this is at a hockey game, so this was more just a hang with the girls. And as a hang, it was awesome. Oh, my God. So the assembly room, this yeah. place where the balcony suites used to be. Room doesn't. I don't I don't think I want to watch a game anywhere else. <laughs> it's great. Then up there. It's standing room, uh, but it did not matter. It was so cool. The layout there is I mean, it's it's insanely comfortable. Everybody was having such a great time. Plush seats, plush couches if you want them. Fireplaces every 20 or 30 yards. Yeah. Uh, the thing goes around half. It looks like it goes around half the circumference of the, uh, of the, the building. building, So, yeah. which is very cool. And it, you, when you're in there, you can just move around. They do have separate special areas if you want a more intimate thing. But it's it still feels open. Yeah. You know? and, uh, and, in fact, I went, I went to the far end. <laughs> Uh, where they have all these huge TV monitors, if you if you can't for some reason get up to the kind of this bar where you yeah. can sit and and actually look down and watch the game, you still have plenty of opportunity to watch it and be in the building at the same time. Yes. Uh, and tickets are Nick, are you sure they're only twenty five dollars? Sometimes even cheaper. You can buy uh, three day passes, three game passes, I should say, and um, get them. I think for fifty nine. Don't quote me on that. It might be sixty nine dollars, but uh, they have awesome deals for the assembly room upstairs and uh, if for standing room only. For single game packages, it's just one uh, for one ticket. It's twenty five bucks. It was so much bigger than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Uh, it was sprawling, I, I, and again, so because I, I kept having to say, "Is is th- where we are? Is is that the right spot?" Because it goes on forever. Yeah. So and your viewing, there's not a bad viewing angle yeah. at all. Well, yeah, looks... I, I I like watching from that uh, yeah. point of view because you really see the whole place set up. It looks so nice. Like yeah. it looks like yeah. it should be a VIP area. Well, they have, they have yeah. all sorts of things. Like they have a little uh, um, uh, rep. I guess it's supposed to be Washington crossing the Delaware, you know, and yeah. uh, uh, you can sit on a bench and look like you're in the boat. And it looks like you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. along with him in it. It's pretty neat. And they have a rage room. I did the rage room last night. Oh, you did? Yeah, I did. Yeah, they offered it up to me. So what did you do? I just destroyed, you know. <laughs> what was it? Plates and glasses oh, okay. and using a crowbar <laughs> and a sledgehammer and a baseball bat and stuff like that. Oh. It was pretty cool. And it's hidden behind a bookcase. Yeah. You wouldn't even know. You don't know it's there. They open up this bookcase and you go inside of it. And, uh, yeah, it was was pretty cool, man. Uh, So we had a great time. So thank you to the Flyers organization. And at some point this morning, we're going to have your chance to win tickets to a future game. Our buddy Jim Jackson uh, last night during the game said a special phrase. Later on, we'll ask you to call him with that specific time of the evening that that took place. And if you're a designated caller to do that when we tell you to call in, uh, you can win tickets to a game. Did you end up seeing him last night, Nick? I know he I wasn't not, feeling well. No, he was not feeling well at all. He's been dealing with, like, flu-like symptoms. He he felt ill yesterday but still wanted to call in and be on our show. And I saw him I saw him before the game, 
Uh, he didn't even want to shake hands because he's just feeling so ill. So we, we fist bumped, and he was like, hey, you can stop by later, but I'm, I'm trying to avoid human contact at this point. Uh, he's just not feeling so hot. Okay. Uh, but we had a lot of ladies that were fired up and, and hardcore Flyers fans. Hardcore fans. More, like, you know, stuff, tchotchkes, yeah. Flyers um, uh, apparel than I've ever seen. Every uh, one, virtually every one of them, down yeah, to the nines. Decked out. So it was great, and I, I hope we can do that again sometime. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Um, I saw this really cool thing that I was not aware of. It's it's a piece of audio that I wanted to play for you guys. Um, and it's, in a sense, it's kind of a, um, uh, it's an audio illusion of sorts. Okay. This uh, is, it's it's kind of hard to explain, but. Um, so your ears will play a trick on you, basically. Yeah. It's, it's a thing that is called the shepherd scale or the shepherd tone. It's what you use to weigh shepherds. Yeah, exactly. You've yeah, seen, yeah. Yes. No. Um, Buck 50. So they use it in, in films from time to time to build suspense. Right. And the music is played. It, it's weird because it it seems never ending. Okay, and it it, it seems it the, the music will either rise uh. or or go down in tone. It will either go up or down in tone, but you don't hear it go up and stop at a specific tone. It just keeps going and going and going and going, and it plays this illusion in your mind as if it's never ending. It's really weird. I think I know where this stuff like this has been employed. Uh, the movie Dunkirk. Correct. Yeah. Yes. That has did a... Did you read the article? No, I did not. Okay. So, yes, that... Uh, uh, and, in fact, who who did the uh, uh, the soundtrack for... Uh, I, I forget, uh, but... Uh, it starts with a was Z. It, was it Hans Zimmer? It was. Yes. might have been Hans Zimmer. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, there there are visual versions of this, and I'm sure you've seen them on uh, Twitter and Instagram and stuff like that, where you zoom in on something, and every single time you get to the point where you think the zooming in is going to stop, it, it is now the picture that you were in, in originally looking at. And it keeps zooming and you know. Yep, I know exactly yeah. what you're in, talking about. In this case, though, if I'm correct, as you just said, Preston, like, for example, the way it's employed in the movie Dunkirk, it, it makes you nervous and uneasy, and that replicates the feelings of these British soldiers out on the beach in the open uh, waiting for the next airstrike. Yes, and that's uh that's how how it's that's what its uh, purpose is. Interesting. I didn't realize right. there was an actual classification yeah, for so it. Yeah, so it's called the shepherd scale or shepherd tone. And now hang on a second. I'm going to do the I'm going to do the I think this clip you first. Tone up. Okay. Or tone down and and then then we'll do tone or no, we'll do tone up. Do then tone low first. And then the rise the rise tone. I think is the rise tone the one with the orchestra? Okay, all right. Uh, I had Marissa dump right. these off. So, so this is what it it sounds like as a tone. So, this is called the this is called the shepherd tone or scale. So you can hear it going up, yeah. right? never-ending thing. It can sound like this for... That it never stops. On, if you go on YouTube, there are some channels that'll play it for like 10 hours yeah, yeah. of this non-stop. That'll make you sane. Right? So, the way, it, the way it works to try to explain it... 
is that there there are three separate tones and they're they're of three separate octaves. So they're they're the exact same note, but and they're I, three separate octaves. Yeah, because it creates that. Eventually, our mind would tell us there is an endpoint. Yeah, that it's going to go up right. and, and eventually and crescendo. Yeah, or, or that it will get such a high frequency you won't be able to hear. Right, it. right, right. So the way that it works is there's three separate tones that are that are playing. Uh, one is the high tone, and as it goes, the high tone slowly fades right. in, in volume. I got and it. And there's a there's a middle tone which stays the same. Right. Then there's a lower tone. And that uh, that starts off soft and increases in volume as it goes along. So that sort of sound uh, sh- shell game, yeah, keeps you believing it's ascending. Exactly. It's uh-huh. like they're, and so they're all woven together. It's you know like basket weaving. Do we have uh, the? I'd like to hear it with the orchestra. Is the orchestra well, from? Let me, let me Dunkirk. Do, let me no. First, let me do that. Was the uptone, and this is one that's a, a demonstration of it going down. So this one's pretty freaky. Sounds like whales. Yeah. this to the playlist but you would expect it to bottom out right some people are texting and they're getting anxiety yeah. 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 I'm, I'm trying not to pay attention because yeah. it's bothering me I like it I can break you it too yeah oh I yeah. hate it no it kind of I feel like I'm gonna throw up I want to go outside no kidding yeah I can't take it this is bizarrely this is this is intriguing to me. Well, it uses, it makes you unsettled. Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. that's why it's used, you know, in, in movies for that reason. I, I completely get it. I'm waiting for the bomb to drop. The, yeah. I, this should be somebody's wedding song. <laughs> Their first dance. was like, oh my God. Uh, yeah, when, my... <laughs> when do we stop dancing? They shouldn't be married. Uh, yeah, so he, it, it's yeah. repeating, but you can't perceive that right, it's right. repeating. It's or, or that or when it changes over. Right. It's, it's really wild. All right, so so that's those are you know synthesized tones, and then this is an orchestra. You know who we need to talk about this is Jacino, yeah, because uh, I'm sure at some point he's probably used it for uh, a, a scene in a movie. Get him on the blower. Um, here we Yellow. go. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an orchestra doing something similar to it. Is this the conjuring? No, it's the conjuring. The conjuring. No, I, I don't know. Yeah. Is that with Annabelle? Annabelle. It's unsettling. Yeah, if you get... Marissa, if you can grab some of the music for the conjuring, you'll see it's this. Similar? Yes. It's Dunkirk, unsettling. I was reading there was a, there was this... If you go on YouTube, obviously there's a video yeah. for everything on YouTube, but they... Um, had examples of different movies like The Dark Knight has some moments. Uh, so does Dunkirk, as you yeah. mentioned, and I've forgotten what other films, but they they give examples. Pee Wee's Big Adventure. He was uh, the, during the or when he's saving all the snakes. <laughs> exactly. Out of the, the yeah. Shop. Yeah. yeah. That's. Uh, I don't think I can save them all. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I thought that was pretty cool. That it, is un, it's yeah. unsettling. It's a it is um, one of those hidden auditory tricks. Yeah. That, uh, but you can just see in the reaction, Kathy was ready to vomit. Yeah. So you could listen to this isolated and, and enjoy it. I think you could. I, not, not like, wow, I really enjoy listening to this. I'm intrigued by it. I'm, Nick, uh, it's a great follow up to "We've Got Tonight." I, I really can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'd rather listen to Seeger. <laughs> Right after that, yeah. right at the party. Right after yeah. we, yeah. Stop letting Nick pick the music anymore. You guys want to put on this uh, dissonance thing? 
We're really getting the party going. <laughs> I think this one's worse. You like? You think this one's worse? Yeah, for me. The up? No, no. Not yeah, man. This, this, yeah. it makes me feel a little bit, a little bit scared, a little unsettled. But um, uh. I don't know. <laughs> oh god! Ruining the party. We're not gonna get off this beach. <laughs> it started playing Bob Seger. Oh. You stuck here at Dunkirk. Do you think we could do this with our voices? Oh my God. We'd have to shift in and out to to. Well, you, you, you just it's volume, so you'd have to be like. Oh. And I'll be singing this. <laughs> We're car changing gears. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can be the constant if you want me to be the constant. Who needs tomorrow? That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so beautiful. The voice of an angel. <laughs> All right, so so you'll be the constant. Yeah. So it would be like, uh, and then you would have to go. All right, go ahead. Uh, uh, no, that's harmonizing. Take yeah. it up, baby. Yeah, <laughs> take it up, baby. Right, so I'll, I'll do I'll, I'll do an octave below you. Okay, I don't think I can get that. Right, I think you can. Yeah. All right, then I'll. I, I think you can. <laughs> I think you can. <laughs> don't right. a deer, a female deer. <laughs> All right, you could totally do an octave below this. Stop it! No. Uh, uh, no. I don't understand what's happening. They're, they're trying to replicate the. <laughs> Yeah, that works. It, it totally works. <laughs> oh my it. god, everybody's uh, getting I, sick in their cars right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, they're not. They've changed the station. Uh, but it apparently it uh, it can some the reported range of reactions are from feeling motion sickness, yeah, to a mix of emotional disturbances. Maybe that's what I feel. emotionally it makes me feel. It, it, it's by weird. nature, and I don't know if it's because. We've been taught to, um, uh, what comes first, a chicken or an egg deal here? Because does that just naturally, innately cause that reaction in humans? Probably because you can't, you you can't, it's it's confusing you. You right. don't know what's going on. Right. Therefore, gives you an unsettling right. conclusion to that. And there you know, is no you conclusion can't, you to can't it. You can't figure it out. Right. Yeah, Why exactly. does this not end? Um, but most people become nervous and agitated. It's like the Irishman. Why does this not end? <laughs> Nervous and agitated, right? Uh, from hearing that, but it's called the Shepherd Scale, and I'm sure there's other auditory uh, illusions that we're not the blacksmith aware of. scale, the haberdasher scale. I'll have to look those up and uh, the and apothe- Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, these are tricks. But much was made about the Dunkirk soundtrack and how it led to the um, to the overall ominous feeling. You know what? I, what I found wild about that movie is, uh, and they did it true to how it would sound. Is uh, Tom Hardy is right? He's the yeah, pilot yeah, yeah, in yeah. there, right? And every time he speaks on the uh, on the, the 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 radio system, uh, you hear this kind of like buzzing, yep, yep, which yep. is the prop of the plane. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It made his voice sound really weird, and I found that to be kind of unsettling as well. Yeah, that whole it, movie was had attention to it. Obviously. It's also out of sequence, so it, yes. it's meant to put you in that and 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 give you that over. They they went for visceral, and I I think it works. Some people hate the movie. I love it. The 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 out of sequence thing yeah. was brilliant. Yeah, 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 how they tied it all together. It I thought great. it was pretty cool. So anyhow, they they did that on purpose to make you feel a little bit uncomfortable. Pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was interesting. 
Um, there was another audio thing, Steve. Oh, yeah, you wanted to see if this uh, this ASMR triggered me. Yes, yes. Uh, this um, is uh, we had uh, um, Anya. Taylor Joy. Taylor Joy. Yeah. Brain fart, yeah. In yesterday, and she's in a movie called The Witch, and we brought up the fact that in the movie The Witch, at the end of the movie, there's a sequence that is now a big cult thing with all the ASMR folks. Is that over? Uh, yes, it okay. is. Marissa, I can't see anything on our monitor here, if you, if you can take a look, because yeah. we've got people calling in, and I don't know what they want, and, and I would like to go to them if it's pertinent. But um, Okay, so this is from The Witch? Yes. All right, so... At and- the end of the, the movie, now, if, if you don't want to know how it ends, you know, it, long story short... Um, this family is living in in this uh, in this remote area. They've left the town. It takes place during the 1700s, and uh, there is this goat, Black Philip, as they've named the goat, Black Philip. And um, is this giving it away? It kind of is, but uh, but it is it is very I cool. See the movie, yeah. But um, she suspects they that this goat is evil and okay. like a demon, and so she she goes into the the um, uh, the enclosure where the goat is, and test something and talks to it. Okay. And ASMR, by the way, if you're not yeah. familiar, is this auditory trigger uh, that can happen to some people. It gives you a, a kind of a tingling, relaxing yeah. sensation. I've had it since I, as far back as I can remember. Uh, and I'm th- curious if this will work for you. Things like uh, typewriter keys right. uh, really uh, get my ASMR kicking. So we've here, got tonight. By, uh, we've got uh, tonight. Mm-hmm. It's another big one from, uh, you know, makes me feel good. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, uh, here we go. This is it. Does thou understand my English tongue? Answer me. What dost thou want? What canst thou give? The whispering part? Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the, the, and he, it's very, it's very. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't do it for me, right? Yeah, that's uh, I don't I don't respond to the whispering thing. I find it actually of, kind of annoying. But a lot of people, a lot love of it. people do it. I wonder if the people that respond mostly to that don't respond to less so to the clicking of like a typewriter. Yeah, maybe. Huh? I don't know. I wish you guys had it though. I know, me too. Because yeah. I hear things, I'm like, oh, I get boners. I bet you Preston loves this. Like, I get boners too. Yeah, <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah. I'm sure you love the sound of like a car driving on a gravel road. Yes, very much so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear stuff like that. I'm like, oh man. I love, uh, so when my son is uh, playing uh, games on, you know, PlayStation or whatever, the the clicking of the, uh, uh, the if, if he's got his headphones on, yeah, yeah. I, I don't hear the sound of the game. I just hear the, I love it. I just kind of sit there and don't do anything and just zone out. Yeah, yeah. It's awesome. Uh, let me see. What are some other things? Uh, I, I thought the audio thing would be kind of cool for you guys to check out, but uh, a lot of people vomiting this yeah. morning. See some other stuff. What, what is this? Are you noticing? Are, are you noticing? I is guess it... so because I did notice. No, that you're sound. the audiologist. This... <laughs> the audiologist from the people who brought you the noticer. The audiologist. <laughs> uh, I uh, I took a trip not that long ago. Flew down to Florida, and while I was passing through security and handed over my ID to the TSA agent, yes, he said to me, he goes, um, "As soon as you get back, go get your new driver's license." He did. Yeah, yeah he said, "Send oh, it to me." Wow. Same thing. Yeah, he Same said, thing "Traveling to Florida." Hey. Yes, he said, "Come later this year." Everybody, and not just later this year, soon, people are going to be scrambling to get their I licenses. I thought it was October. October. It is, it is, but the, he's, there's going to be lines. He's and... thinking that, they, that they're going to get really backed up. Now, mind uh, you. Because you need this new ID. Had you presented your passport, you, you can fine? present your passport. Right. And that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I have a passport. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, you, but if you were just out of convenience, if right. you don't want to carry around your passport, your passport. and potentially okay. lose, lose your it. passport, yeah, get your driver's license. So what is this? What is the new ID going to? Um, it's called the real ID. For reals. Uh, for reals ID. Get your for reals ID. <laughs> and it is a, it's a compliant driver's license and ID card. You can get, uh, let's see, as, as of October 1st, yeah, you're going to have to have those. Those licenses require more proof of identification than regular licenses and are generally marked with a star on the top. So I guess it's a deeper look at who you are. What do you mean? But so what? When you go and when get... you go, yes. So well, when they so when they're asking your identity and you fill out the information and that's for the name, they say for reals, and you no, say yes. Here's the deal: <laughs> everyone is required to present four pieces of identification. So wait, so when I go get my for reals ID, I have <laughs> yeah. to bring four pieces of identification with me, including a passport or a birth certificate, a social security card or a tax return, and two documents that provide proof of residence, which would be a mortgage or a wow. rental receipt and a utility bill. So, that's, yes, this is... That's not... That's, all, the, that's pretty much what this is, though. That's not that onerous. If you're, if, like, a lot of times, if you rent something or, you know, you, you need a couple forms of verification right. on your ID, and you can do that, you also need uh, some proof of a sorority, Preston. <laughs> oh, and we, we have that. We do have in. that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I just got my license renewed uh, two or three months ago, and I did not do the real ID. Oh. But I uh, so on my license now it says at the top, right under driver's license, it says not for real ID purposes. Not for reals. Not for reals. No, but it prints. Why it did on, you choose not to do that? Because I have a passport, and I I didn't bring those other forms of ID with me, oh, and okay. I found it to be redundant, and I think it costs a little bit more. So it's like screw that. Yeah, it's like sixty bucks. Yeah. Oh, what so does it normally cost? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So. What? I don't under, I just don't understand. Why? This. So, so Nick, what? So you can use your ID. Yeah, this for, is it's a driver's license. It's fine, and I have for a, everything a else but travel. Yeah, but air travel. And so but you just I, use your passport. I bring my passport with me, Marissa. So, uh, Nick yeah. and I cycle together with getting our IDs uh, renewed. And, and then you and I cycle together for a different... <laughs> he bleeds out his butt. Um, I found it very hard to get a real ID. So I went to a DM- too. I went to a place to get my uh, ID renewed, and I brought all of the things. I was ready to go, and I came up, and she said, no, we don't do that here. Uh, so you have to go to a certain place? Yes. You do. And- yeah, somebody takes it in and says, it was a three-hour wait yesterday. Yeah. Oh, for, real. Place- for real. For real? Uh, Nick Murphy <laughs> took 15 minutes. He's he's shaking his head over there. But Marissa, how, go ahead. How long ago did you go, Nick? Last, Last month. month. Okay, well, yeah. Well, so the place I went was listed as a real ID place, but when I got there, they said no. Which one? Uh, I think it was in Ardmore. <laughs> okay, I went to the one in the King of Prussia, which is just off of uh, 76, <laughs> and they do do it there, um, but I just didn't feel like uh, waiting around for it. Oh. Huh. huh. But uh, let me... Um, Sorry, when we had people at the camp out, we had a whole bunch of TSA agents out. Remember, they were talking about how they were using fill abundance when they were uh, laid off at the moment. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, yes. The, the people from TSA gra- pulled me aside and they said, "We would love to talk to you guys about this because this is going to be a real problem." Yeah. Come for real. Spring. Yeah. yeah. For reals. Uh, we got a lot of calls coming in. <laughs> Hang on a second here. Uh, let me go to uh, Krista. Hi there, Krista. Hi. How are you? Good. What's up, Krista? DMV on Tuesday, so it was a day after a holiday. Oh. Um, so I wasn't aware that there was a difference in um, the driver's license. So I, she's like, do you want a real driver's license or do you just want identification? And I'm sitting there, I'm like, what the heck's the difference? She goes, oh, it's just the star. And uh, she said, well, usually you have to have an appointment for that specific driver's license. 
right. So let me ask you. So on this level, it's it's a deeper dive into validating who you are, and I, I get that. Yeah. Now, would would this make, for example, getting a, a TSA check, uh, you know, clearance? Would that would this make it easier if you've been vetted this way? How many more levels yeah. are involved in a TSA check? I don't know. I don't know. Right. <laughs> to so, me, I mean, it's. It, Sure. Oh, that's like that. that's BS. See, I mean, they, they, they've like got to make it. They've got to make it easier. They need right. to have a, <clears throat> a better operation. Well, for so real. It looks yeah. like you can get. You can actually apply for it online. You can get it online, and you can receive it in the mail within 15 days. Um, you can also visit any PennDOT Real ID center to have your documents verified, and then you can just go to any driver's license center to have um, your picture taken and and have I guess have it printed out. Yeah, so, but you got to go get your. Documents verified. Maybe that takes a long right, time. Right. That I, I think that. How do you know it's a real center? Like if you put your hand down on the desk, does it go through it? <laughs> but listen, this says this is a hologram. This is not real. This isn't real. This says that you can of apply online. It's real. Uh, so the online thing will work, but uh, we're too old for it. You had to have gotten your first. I mean, license. speak for yourself. How old are you? Uh, you had to have gotten your first license uh, after like. Like the Civil War. Okay. And then those are the only people that can apply online? Online, yeah. Everybody so that's the out. restriction on the yeah. time for 2006. Yeah, so like young, you know, like 25 and under can probably get that now, and that'll help alleviate some of that. Here's the deal. Nobody has four hours to wait in line for stuff like this. You know, like, can they please... Come up with a better system. Can can you make an appointment? Well, case they have all the right inducements. It's more expensive. Your yeah. passport will work anyway, and it's a time kill. Yeah, <laughs> everything's real. there to make it for reals. Oh. Everyone's going crazy for their new super sort of redundant license. Uh, let me go to Carrie. Hey, Carrie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys? Great. What's up, Carrie? We went to the North Town one yep. this past weekend, and you can get there without an appointment. You could just wait in line. It took three hours <gasps> no. for my for my husband to get them, and because I did not have a certified copy of my marriage certificate, yeah, I have to go back. For reals? For reals? For real. Oh, yeah, I'm going to use so my I'm actually. I'm actually on my way to City Hall now because we're going on a cruise, so I wanted to get it. Yeah. Will they accept a shiznit? Uh, Well, good luck. Hopefully that won't be uh, an arduous process as well. Wow. Uh, Let me go next to Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Good morning. Hey, guys. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Nicole? Hey, so I live in New Jersey, and in New New Jersey, you have to have the the six-point identification. And we do this all the time. You you get your license for the first time. Uh, renew your license, you have to have six points of identification. So you go in, you have to have a driver's license. You, um, you that's have to standard, have a, that's standard procedure in New Jersey? Standard okay. procedure. Wow. So, you so have we, to have a you're, certificate. You're saying six points of, six separate pieces of identification? No, not six separate. So some documents that are three points, some documents that are two points. I got you. All right, so I, I assume like a passport is a uh, three or three that point. Would, right. That would be 
yeah, that would be a three point piece of document. Okay. Could you I get it done you. with just two passports? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you. I love it. I got two. Here's my passport, yeah. and so, here's my other passport. Yeah. Uh, I'm bummed because I got the uh, to renew my license in the mail, and it and it came with the card. This was over a year ago. It came with the card to say you you're now eligible to get your real ID. I guess maybe it was when you know not everybody was, and of course you know I didn't yeah. go. And uh, now there's all these long waits to get it done. What's wow. what qualifies as one point? Your friend there to say yeah, it's him. Yep, yeah, this that's is one Steve. point. That only counts as one. <laughs> this is Kathy. Am I Steve? Yeah, he yeah. is. Yeah. All right, you got a point. Interesting. All right, well, whether you... I mean, listen, if you have a passport, you're fine. You yeah. Don't, you don't have to get this. You can use your passport if you would like to get it done for convenience sake so you don't... I'm always nervous about losing my passport, you know, because that's a pain to get, too. It's not... It's just a, it's, it's a few steps, but uh, it's kind of a pain to get. I wonder how much easier it'll be to well to get your passport if you have now your for reals license. Yeah, <laughs> your for reals. Know. Interesting, but it's coming up um, the beginning of October. So right. if you're going to do it, you got to get on it. All right, we do need to take a break. I'm sorry because we're going to go live on yes. Good day. I forgot about uh, making sure that we're on time for that. Thank you, Nick Murphy, for yeah. popping hey, in yeah. here. Uh, we'll come back in just a moment or two. The bizarre file is on the way as well, and our friends. I've stopped by for our meet neat we have this morning, uh, Positano Coast, Walnut Street in Philadelphia. So we'll tell you more about that about them when we get back to some giveaways. We'll be right back. Here we go. Here comes the MM Army. Join Marissa Magnata Thursday from 5 to 7 at Taboo, 254 South 12th Street in Center City for a Pacifico official cardboard classic free party. Enjoy $4 Pacifico drafts and register to win a Pacifico VIP cardboard classic experience with VIP access for four to watch the classic, an overnight stay, and lift tickets. Click events at WMMR.com for complete details. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Right now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we're going live on Fox Today right now. Yes. That uh, website, uh, what, Reddit. And they said there are certain things that we do in life that are just as satisfying as having sex. Let me give you one of their examples. Wow. If you got a really good zit, you know, it's got a great head on it, and you pop it, you go, oh. Okay. All right. There are other ones like if you wake, happen to wake up and you see you still have a lot of time left on your alarm so you can go back to sleep, that mm. feeling. Just as satisfying. Yeah. Preston, do you have one? <laughs> What's that? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sitting here. I was thinking about the zit for a moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just lost in your zit. Uh, which that is a good. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't uh, like popping zits, but if there's one that's bothering you for a while, and all of a sudden you get that, that relief, that release. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's similar. Okay. So this is a little bit different than what you're talking about, but the first sip of beer on Friday night oh is my God, pretty so special. <laughs> Can they agree? Oh, wow. Yeah. That for, it just tastes ice cold and yummy, and it's just all good. That's that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, good. yeah. Steve? I think being with a seasoned prostitute. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I knew, I knew he was going to go prostitute yeah. again. <laughs> no, I, you know what? Oddly enough, a... a uh, um, uh, I, I, I just a, a heated car seat. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 A heated so car seat on a cold day, okay. and, and I, I love that. I, I can Have see you that. Have taken um, the escalator up to the 60th floor over at the Comcast Center, and your ears pop? That's yeah. pretty cool. 
That's pretty cool. I don't know. Some people don't like that, though. How about a uh, if you've got like a, um, a, 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 t- a tender back or something like that, and then yeah. one of your vertebrae pops, pops. and it's just like, mm. oh, yes. immediate relief sensation. That's a Or Ben too. Simmons, let's hope. Sneezing. <laughs> Sneezing. If, if you're, Sne- if you're yes. working to sneeze and it finally comes yeah, to fruition. Yeah. Kathy, you might be able to relate to this one. Like when you take off your heels or your shoes at the end of the day. Oh, oh definitely yes. that or the bra. But I think mine uh, is more of like a twofer. It's uh, getting out of the shower, being <laughs> completely clean, and then getting into uh, freshly made, yes, a freshly made bed with <laughs> yeah. clean sheets. Oh, that is nice. Really now, nice. tell me more about this bra thing. Is yeah. it- Thank you for lingering a moment there. Honestly, right. she's constantly taking off her bra throughout the show. <laughs> no, it's just a thing, apparently. It's, goes, very, oh, very, right. it's very load-bearing. It. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, load-bearing. Uh-huh. Okay. Oh Somebody said, uh, crack and open a poached egg. You know, it's the bubble there, and you hit it with a mm. fork. I don't, I don't get a nah, thrill no. out of that. <laughs> Not really. Yeah, I think we stay no. away from people who say that's that's my you know, joy life, cracking open an egg. <laughs> I was watching a basketball game the other night, and the the guy at the free throw line had a big zit on the side of his face, oh, up around his eye, oh. and I couldn't concentrate on the game anymore. He says, "Oh, please, just somebody go over and tell them." Well, some people say you're not supposed to pop it. No, you're not supposed to. Actually, we we've learned yeah, that there's a thing, basically, like the the Bermuda Triangle on your face. Doctor Mike has <laughs> yeah. told us about it as well. Yeah. That if you if you if you pop a pimple, you can cause an infection an infection that can have residual very bad results. So you're not supposed to. Do you ever watch Doctor Pimple Popper? I, no, I have, yes. A lot of people love I that. Can't. Yeah, she awesome. loves it. But yeah, it's a big yeah. release. It's How wild. do you watch it? I just can't. I, can't. I cringe. Oh. No, Alex, me neither. I can't Ugh. even go to the the social media pages and watch what's up there. It's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I have a weird story to tell you. Oh, and if this is not good. I should stop. And, and the devil on my right shoulder saying, "Don't say this." All right. <laughs> no, <sorry. clears throat> this is back when I was probably in my teens. I somehow got a oh. boil Eek. on. Uh, that area. Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Not on it itself, but in that area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like on my thigh. Within, within spitting distance. <laughs> yes. Oh, my Yes. God. And the day it burst, it was one of the best days of my life. Mm. I believe it. I have no doubt. Yeah. That's, and then and it said, had a little, that little seed, a oh. core inside oh. of it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, and, and you, you watered it, and it became Mike Jr. I'm on the edge right now. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurl. And it, Take it, care of me, Daddy. I'm Take care of up. me. <laughs> and ever since, Mike. ever since, I've wanted just one more before I die. <laughs> What? Oh, yeah. What a confession. I, I, I can kind of see that. Steve yeah. knows a seasoned prostitute that can help you out with that. <laughs> I've got a number. I'll send it over. All right. right. Thank you. Oh, hey, Kat, let's meet for drinks Friday. Oh. Okay. <laughs> You'll take your bras off. All right. <laughs> Is this being broadcast? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know, right? I sometimes I wonder that, too. Okay. Are we all- Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, let's get into the B file. Um, What? Sorry, I was on the wrong page. Mean your phone? I don't know what it is. What do you mean you don't know what it is? Your sponsor? Our sponsor for the Bizarre File? Well, it's Jose Cuervo. Here you go. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Uh, brought to you this morning by Jose Cuervo. You heard it here. No one caught that. The father. 
the father of tequilas. And don't miss uh, Jose Cuervo at uh, Preston and Steve's Cardboard Classic. Yes. Remember, they're one of our sponsors. Uh, it's next Friday at Jack Frost, where the best Cuervo-inspired sled takes home 300 bucks. Jose! Let's get into this. A man who felt like he was being ignored set his hospital bed on fire while another patient was in the room in an attempt to get the nurse's attention. Did they show up? John King admitted to setting a plastic bag on fire on Saturday because he felt that the staff were ignoring his request to bring him his clothes, and he believed that the fire would get their attention. It probably did. King's roommate in the hospital explained to officials that he had seen King light a small object on fire but convinced him to put out the flame. However, when he returned to his bed behind a curtain, he saw King relight the fire and the roommate use the emergency button to notify staff. How awesome that you're in the hospital and you're sharing a room with this lunatic. The roommate told the nurses, and I quote, The a-hole in here lit his bed on fire. I can't breathe. There's smoke in the room. Wow. Uh, a nurse who heard the roommate yell entered the room, and after seeing the flame shouted fire, there's a fire, and ran to the nurse's station. She called 911. A different nurse entered the room after hearing the yelling and put out the flames of the fire extinguisher when she noticed King making his way out of the elevator or to the elevator in an attempt to escape. The staff stopped him and were able to secure him until officials arrived. He gave authorities the silver and red Bic lighter that he had used to start the fire and was I arrested this. on a felony charge of arson, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, pursued by sheriff's deputies, a woman literally found a safe place to hide. She shut herself inside a gun safe. Whoa. Uh, the deputy, Scotty Finnegan, uh, got a call last Wednesday about a trespasser at a mobile home park in Stacy, Minnesota. The suspect was 26-year-old Jesse Knickerbocker, and she was at her father's home in the trailer park. But a no trespassing order had been filed against uh, Knickerbocker, barring her from the property. Finnegan and his partner knocked on the door and asked if Knickerbocker was at home. Her father said she wasn't there and allowed officers inside to search the trailer. A small unit with two bedrooms and a living room, by the way, is all it was. Uh, They saw no sign of her. Finnegan said, I asked him where she was, and he said, she's in the safe. (laughs) And he said, I thought she meant that, I thought he meant that she was in a safe place. Right. Uh, the father no, she, she's in the safe. Yep. She's in the safe. Brought yeah. the officers to the kitchen. <laughs> in, 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 in our safe? Where they saw a fire-rated gun safe measuring about five feet tall, 28 inches wide, and 20 inches deep. Uh, the door was closed. The combination lock was solid, and the handle wouldn't move, Finnegan said. We were shouting at her to come out, and her father couldn't get the safe open. It, apparently, it was malfunctioning. No. Uh, after about 10 minutes, the deputies finally got the safe open. He said, and here is this female in there crouched down, sweating profusely. The fire-rated safes are not designed to have a lot of air circulating in them. He said, it's basically a steel coffin. Oh, they don't make them for people? Inside, deputies found a box of sharp kitchen knives that they believe Knickerbocker wedged in the door frame to keep it from opening. And Uh, a souffle. uh, She was arrested and charged with trespassing. Yeah, that's not a safe place. I showed Kathy the video of this this morning. A North Carolina TV reporter (laughs) gave viewers a different perspective on the news after accidentally switching on Facebook Live filters before going live as seen in a now viral video. He must have been doing this report on a phone. Yeah. Uh, WLOS ABC 13 anchor Justin Hinton says that he thought that he was delivering a serious report about the first legitimate snowfall snowfall that we've seen this season. (laughs) Instead, the Charlotte journalist presentation went hilariously awry after he inadvertently turned on Facebook mask filters, 
causing him to be bombarded with various animated looks during the broadcast. In the one-minute clip, he can be seen reporting on snowfall, completely oblivious to the fact that he was being digitally outfitted with googly eyes, a wizard hat and beard, dog ears, barbells, and more. Uh, the Emmy, and it's it's like cycling through. Right them. through, yeah. Uh, the Emmy-winning journalist only became aware of his animated makeover after reading the flurry of viewer reactions on Facebook. <laughs> you can hear him ask uh, his colleague off camera, wait, Misty, did I have a weird face? And after a long pause, he adds, oh, there's special effects on the phone. Uh, needless to say, Hinton's Facebook filter bombing quickly went viral on social media. There's one where it looks like he's got a, a flashlight underneath his chin. Yeah, I like that effect. That's yeah. pretty cool. And yeah. I was telling Preston that um, I actually saw Jen Fred over at Fox 29 do a live hit from her uh, cell phone. Yeah. yeah, in a pinch now, yeah. you can you can use your phone for that. The, the, the quality is enough to where it'll work just fine. It's totally revolutionizing it's the amazing. way we get. I, it, it's not uncommon to conduct... Interviews like over FaceTime and Skype now. Yeah, Bro- on broadcast. Speaking of phones, sometimes when it's gone, you gotta let it go. A 27 year old man is dead after diving in a frigid water to retrieve his his phone while ice fishing. Oh my dude. god! So the, the phone falls in the hole. The dude went in after it. I mean, that's just come on, man. Uh, the victim and a friend were ice fishing on the Clinton River. Uh, the victim did not resurface after jumping in after his phone. Emergency responders pulled his body from the water a few hours later. Uh, he's not been identified by police as of yet. So sometimes, gang, you gotta let it go. All right, and then one more story. Listen to this. <clears throat> Actor John Morales, the man who played the voice of crime-fighting cartoon character McGruff the Crime Dog, was sentenced to 16 years in prison. What? Stemming from a 2011 arrest in which police seized 1,000 marijuana plants, 27... 27- no, there's more. Oh. 27 weapons, including a grenade launcher and 9,000 rounds of ammunition from his home. McGruff, the crime dog. Yeah, the sentence was handed down Thursday, just three days after the 41-year-old former actor pleaded guilty. Uh, Morales insisted during the sentencing hearing that he was nonviolent. Uh, but the judge, uh, District Judge Vanessa Gilmore, said, Everything I read about you makes you seem like a pretty scary person. Uh, that's Jenny. But that's not Jenny's dad. If she gets into that car, that may be the last time you'll see Jenny. So that's the guy. Mm-hmm. That's but it's guy. okay, because I have a grenade launcher at home, and I'll <laughs> blow him up. By the way, if you want to buy some pot, I can sell you a anytime you want. A thousand plants he had and 27 weapons. Wow, so he's going to jail for uh, 16 years. And there you go. God that, almighty. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, we shall take a quick break. Don't forget, uh, Suzanne Summers is going to be joining us in a little less than an hour from now. And uh, we still have your chance to win those Flyers tickets. If you watched the game last night, get yourself set. In a little while, we're going to ask the uh, uh, the question that needs to be asked and look for the designated caller. Uh, by the way, our friends from uh, Positano Coast are here uh, this morning with some good eats. And they brought all kinds of stuff and some gift cards as well. Uh, I'll give a $50 gift card to caller number 16 at 215-263-WMMR. They're one of Philadelphia's top dining and private party destinations. They have great food. Innovative seafood dishes, authentic Italian specialties, and a stellar collection of wine, beer, and craft cocktails. So give us a call now. We'll set you up. Take a break and be right back. Stay with us. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. 
Do you know you can earn rewards just by shopping at Acme? Download the Acme mobile app and redeem your rewards for discounts on gas at participating Exxon stations or for free groceries. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I Hate Steven Singer guy. People ask me all the time, what does this mean, I Hate Steven Singer? Well, maybe this is the reason. At my store, we don't play pricing games. We wouldn't treat our friends like that. We only have one price. One place, one price. Come to my store and feel the difference. You'll have fun buying a diamond for somebody you love. Steven Singer Jewelers. One place, one price. 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. And our flagship store at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, I think we... Yeah. What? Really? Yeah, I got some stories that I want to share with you. It's time for the connoisseur. Even I'm surprised. Yeah, sorry. I, I, I had some stories that, that kind of tie together. I thought yeah. Well, nice. you know food. We love food. We do love food. We're, eat, we're eating food right now. Thank you to uh, Positano Coast uh, for being here. <laughs> Exemplary food. This morning, yes. I'm, I'm eating uh, beets and goat cheese, which means I'm going to oh. pee red later on. Mm. Remember that, by the way, when I you're know. standing in front of the urinal, because sometimes if you forget, you're like, oh, my God. I, it happens all the yeah, time yeah. to me. And I'm like, uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's yeah, right. Beets. I had beets. How I many beets, beets do you need to eat in order to pee red? Not that many. I mean, well... It, it's going to have like a rosé yes, wine look. Like it. a delightful rosé. It's a little darker than yeah. usual. Because I, I don't necessarily know. I don't I don't recall ever really eating beets. And, well, uh, give it a shot. Well, yeah. so I These just are wanna, I delicious pee- beets to eat if you want to do the litmus test. I may just have to, you know, power through it, eat it, because I just want to pee red one time. All right. Okay. Just yeah. once, Preston. Do you, would, do you not like beets? I, I don't. I think I do. I think I tried them when I was a kid. Try these. But palates change. You yes, know what I mean? they do. So, yeah. They do. And it's a, I think they're a superfood. It sounded like you said butt palates. <laughs> butt palates change. Butt palates change. Yes, yes they do. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Bill Rias. <laughs> you, should, you should try some out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and try that, too. So there are varieties of uh, boards that you can eat, like uh, like cheese boards and stuff like that. You just eat what's on it, right? Uh, yeah, you don't okay. actually eat the board itself. I, I made a mistake one time, and it was... Uh, Tremendous oral surgery followed. There's cheese boards, meat boards, some uh, some incorporate vegetables and fruits and dips and things like that. Recently, brunch boards have been uh, trendy, uh, often including things like bagels, meats, hard-boiled eggs, tomatoes, avocado, and more. Now, there's a trend, and I think you guys will like this. All right. Pancake boards. Oh. I'm in. Yeah, yeah, sounds pretty good, it. doesn't it? Yesterday was you know pancake what? day. Wasn't it was. It? It was. Though I have I have a question as to the validity because it seems like every three weeks is <laughs> National Pancake Day. Pancakes are uh, my 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 temptress, Preston. They um, I I'm always right at the verge of ordering them, and then I I can't bring myself. I can't give can't myself the to pass do to do it. I Come love them, you. right? Yeah. Because they're, they're just, they're wonderful. These I've, breakfast boards or pancake board, or, it looks delicious. Um, yeah, so they come with a variety of toppings, pretty much, is the way it goes. So peanut butter, syrup, Nutella, wow. jelly, chocolate chips, butter, and various fruits. So this is a, a serving <laughs> for one here? Uh, that's a serving for one that you're looking at. No, this, uh, 
That looks like a little bit more than than a than a board. That's uh, but but anyhow, you've got blueberries, I, you've got you've got uh, bacon, you've got syrup, you've got the the whole damn deal there. It's, you're all set to go. I yeah. like the idea. Of this when it, when we would go to IHOP, you know, the, they would have a variety of syrups on the table. There'd be blueberry, which was my favorite when I was a kid. But you're maple syrup. syrup and strawberry and stuff like that. So I would try a couple of different ones. Would you? Yeah. I don't just do douse the whole thing in in maple syrup. I would try a couple different flavors. So I like the idea of a pancake board. Here's a. But I have a revelation in pancakes. I'll tell you about Please. in a moment. Right. 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 Personally, it's it's not it's it's kind of boring. But I'll, I'll see what you guys think. Anyway, uh, this is probably an unpopular take, but I think uh, I rank pancakes three out of pancakes, French toast, and waffles. Okay, I don't I think, think that's obscene. No. I don't think that's weird. Uh, some, as you know, you you have a love hate relationship with waffles because you can't fill up every square with butter. <laughs> that's right. But uh, it's but a I, great I, deal of consternation in your life. But mm-hmm. I met a therapist, and yes. You know, yeah, you guys are then a therapist entered Casey's life. Hi, I'm Kathy Romano. We're going to fill every one of those goddamn holes with butter. <laughs> but if you, if you no, have to the message them, was you don't have to. You can the message still is you don't have to. You can still enjoy the waffle if there's not a butter in every single square. Right. But if you had to rank the three, how would you rank them? Uh, um, it's hard, isn't it? You know what? I I don't have it that often, but uh, I think French toast is better than uh, waffles or, or uh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's more flavor in them. So. But that's, that's French toast I also I has. Have, I always forget about French toast. I know. No, French I, toast I, also has the appearance of well, there's actual food in here because there's <laughs> eggs, <laughs> and it's like, oh, well, that's just uh, to me. I would have to say the one that still is is the siren drawing my ship into the into the uh, rocks, the pancakes, because I I can't bring myself to do it. Of the of the two, I think French toast would be of the remaining two. French toast would be the one I like the most. Okay. So Steve, I'm like you. I have a hard time. I love pancakes, but I have yeah. a hard time ordering them. For breakfast and like that being the meal, yeah. Um, and I laughed at her when she first said it, but now I love the idea of the table pancake because you get your you get your eggs and, and whatever you need, uh-huh. and then if you get a table pancake like Marissa suggested, you can get a little taste of that pancake that you wanted, but you're not having that just as your meal. The whole thing, the whole thing, Let's yeah. Try. So it's like uh, one large, it. mega <laughs> large pancake that everyone yes. pulls, Marissa. Welcome to the club. <laughs> yep, there you go. I love Soon you'll be of... having a Pringles can wine party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the look of pride on Marissa's face I is know, yeah. fantastic. Uh, in essence, um, pancakes and waffles are the same, right? I mean, the same ingredients, pretty much the same batter. But why do they taste different? Uh, the, the way they're made, the way they're prepared. Yeah, right. There's there's more uh, surface area. Yeah, the the surface of the of the. Uh, Waffles aren't as tender as pancakes are. You know right. what I mean? The okay. angle of the dangle plus the heat of the meat. Yeah. I actually right. think I didn't know that. It equals the torque of the dork, right? They're pretty much the same. But to Casey's point, I believe that there's a lot more variety involved with a pancake. You you can add stuff in a pancake that you can't, for whatever reason, add to a waffle. You don't hear blueberry waffles, chocolate chip waffles. I mean, you you hear about them. Yeah, but it's like like hearing of a unicorn. No, we do chocolate chip waffles. Are you kidding? Yeah, Yeah, for real. Is that your revelation? For reals. Uh, No, that is not my revelation. What's your revelation? Here's my revelation. So um, when I, like, mid in, in the afternoon... I like to have uh, I like to have a cup of coffee around like two o'clock, but I like to have a snack, something to munch on. And when I drink coffee, yeah, I like to eat something sweet along with it. But sweetish or I sweet, sweetish, uh-huh. which is why like like a cookie would be too much. Okay. to go yeah. with coffee because right. I already have some creamer mm-hmm. and some sugar in there. What so, about? So here's the deal. So I made pancakes a, a couple of weeks ago, and you know I, I make a, a stack of them. And they don't all get eaten, so they kind of sat there, you know, in the kitchen on a plate. If anybody wanted another pancake, yeah. sat there for a couple hours, and it was time for me to have my little, my little treat, my little expensive coffee. Your treat. little Italian coffee sitting by the window, and, working on your book. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to have something to go along with it. And I'm like, well, let me 
just grab one of these pancakes without any syrup on it, without any butter on it, the way you have it. That's my jam. So anyhow... I had it along with, and I just I was holding it like a cookie yeah. because yeah. by this time it wasn't, you know, it wasn't hot and it wasn't, uh, you know, it was kind of stiff. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, so like the night before, uh, exactly. Oh, so man. I had my coffee and my unsweetened pancake, and I'm like, this is what I've been looking for. There this is whole just time. the right amount, and yeah. I agree with you in that just a hint of sweetness. I will eat. That's why you'll see me eat a waffle sans everything, mm-hmm. a, a pancake. Songs, everything. So this is why I think I'm going to, like at the beginning of the week, make a batch of pancakes, oh. throw them in a little Tupperware container in the fridge. Okay. And then have and your then international I, coffee moment. With my pancakes. Yeah, just and then, by oh. a window. And you and Michelle can talk about the time Philippe served you coffee at the base <laughs> of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Huh, so that's kind I of like my... That idea. I do love that thing. idea. Make me some. Okay. All right. All right. I'm I'm glad you guys uh, didn't make fun of me. No, I no, really no. I really want a breakfast board or pancake board here. I I can't. This is like this is my board. It looks Kathy, pretty cool, doesn't it? Yes. Should yeah. we pick one day where we take a deep dive on pancakes? Because I, I I I swear to God, I have not had pancakes the way pancakes are supposed to be had in years with syrup and butter. Yes. Okay. I've had them only dry. Yeah. Yeah, Songs, butter, and uh, syrup. Um. I used to love chocolate chip pancakes. What? What is? Uh, is there anything you would try on a pancake that is not just you know your Pork. standard syrup or butter? But well, now listen, man. I you know pigs Bacon. in a blanket with the uh, sausage. And, you know that's and, right. And pancakes are awesome. Uh, I love whole wheat pancakes because oh. do you like the buckwheat pancakes? Yes, oh. yes, love, yes. Them. Yes. love them. I actually think they're better communist. than regular. Yes. They're not. You're wrong. You're buttermilk only, probably yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, um, like peanut butter on a pancake. Yeah. I don't think I've ever had that. Before. Uh, that's good. Nutella so. is actually excellent. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I would. I'm do not it. a Nutella guy. I'm a I'm a massive oh. Nutella guy, um, and I uh, you know it's a uh, one of the greatest cakes I've ever had was made so the. It was made with Nutella. It was, I guess, that's what made it uh, moist. Yeah, uh, and it was delicious. By the way, this uh, this started to gain traction uh, earlier this year after taking off in popularity amongst foodies in Australia. Ah, the pancake board. Uh, so let me go to. Hang on, Jen wants to explain the difference in taste between waffles and pancakes. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Sorry hey. to bother you at work. It's no, okay. you're good. So what's what's the explanation here? So the reason they taste different is something called a Maillard reaction, and it's what causes uh, carbohydrates to brown, like toast. Bread goes to toast. And oh. because there's more surface area on a waffle, you get that crunchy flavor. Okay. I do like that. that makes I, total sense. I do like the crunch of a waffle. So, yeah, you, you, you bring up a good point. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, and, and so that, does that create a slightly different taste? Yeah, so the Maillard reaction is what makes us like baked goods. It's the sort of change in the carbohydrates. Uh, Yeah, I mean, because there's a decidedly different taste Mm -hmm. in toast and and bread that's not toast. Have you ever had barbecued pound cake? Yeah. Barbecued pound cake? Sweet mother of God. Um, No. Sequoia, I I had it. I I, want to say that I've I've heated up uh, pound cake before, and it's really good. You could even you could even almost I mean pound cake is so firm when you slice it it's almost like bread that yeah. you yeah. could you could probably do some kind of uh, grilled sandwich. It's good, yeah. like that. And I, it has to be like, like the way I said sandwich. I did. I enjoyed it. Grilled sandwich. I'm gonna go for it. Sandwich. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say two things about pancake. Okay. Um, you want chef, the podium? 
Uh, <coughs> excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, may I have the floor? I yield my uh, time to the senator from Pennsylvania. <laughs> uh, Chef Soul, Chef Keith, yes, yes. makes yeah. the best pound cake I ever had in my life. And okay. I know that uh, we're in a uh, stocks pound cake sort of uh, area. This is like heads and tails above Stocks, it is so I don't know damn what, good. I don't know what stocks is. You, yeah, I don't either. You've stocks never heard of stocks pound cake? Yeah. 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 You, you know never what? heard? Casey, actually, one of your relatives brought me one one yeah. time. It was It's super duper dense. It weighs really, really good. Like okay. 50 pounds, this yeah. cake. It's yeah. like a block. Yeah, I think they run it out of uh, Port Richmond. Okay. Uh, don't quote me on that, but it's also like a big... Um, uh, they use it as like a fundraiser or stuff like that. A lot of like sports oh. organizations and stuff like that. Uh, but then also I went out to breakfast with my wife last week when we had a couple of days off and I had like a regret cause I ended up getting like that? a uh, cowboy hash and I should, they had pound cake, French toast. They had pound cake, French toast, banana bread, French toast Ooh. and cinnamon raisin French toast. And I didn't get any of those three. And I'm like. Regretting every single second of it. I think a uh, a French toast board could work too. Absolutely, yeah. ooh la la, ooh la mm-hmm. la. Yeah. Uh, Marissa brought in a list. I wanted to move on to something else, but real quick: salty and savory pancake and waffle toppings, uh, bacon and eggs, eggs Benedict, fried chicken. That's a, that's a standard. Yeah. Uh, basil, cherry tomatoes, and goat cheese. No. No. Tofu. Ew. Oh, stop it! Get out! <laughs> yeah. Throw that away. That's Marissa. The topics. next one was caviar. <laughs> caviar. How dare you! Beluga from north of the Caspian. All right, let me let's move on to something else because I, 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 we're going to run out of time, and I want to hit. Run out of time with the connoisseur. He's got so much more to tell us. Go ahead. Yeah. So this is this is kind of connoisseur-ish. It has to do with the college admissions scandal. Oh, they're delicious. Uh, <laughs> no, someone else has been sentenced yes. uh, to five months in prison. It is an heir to the Hot Pockets fortune. What? Michelle uh, Yanov, uh, Yanovs, 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 I'm not sure For how reals. you pronounce the last name. For reals. Uh, trying to bribe her daughter's way into college as part of the college admissions scandal. How much did she spend? Was it? Uh, Did they say how much she spent? Sincere, they're, they're her, trying to compare it to the Lori Laughlin. Her father and uncle uh, invented the microwavable hot pockets yeah. and paid consultant Rick Singer $100,000 to have a proctor correct her two daughters' ACT exam answers and also agreed to pay $200,000 to have one of her daughters identified as a volleyball recruit at the University of Southern California <laughs> when she wasn't. So $300,000. Yeah, from uh, Hot Pockets money. I wonder what how much um, I mean how much that empire is worth because Hot Pockets uh, is still huge a lot. Nick loves them, yeah, love them. I would I would imagine it's a it's a, a pretty vast fortune. By the way, nothing will produce a more traumatic <laughs> roof of your mouth burn yeah. than a Hot a Pocket hot that is too hot. <laughs> it's like a, deadly. I haven't had a Hot Pocket since I was in my twenties, probably, really? and that that might have been why I stopped eating them too because you'd pull it out of the microwave. You touch it. All right, this seems safe. The yeah. part of it that I'm touching here seems safe. It. And then you bite the other side of it, and you know you lose half your tongue. That's how John Merrick got neurofibrotosis. I didn't know that. The elephant man. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was uh, not really a connoisseur story, but it kind of ties into it. It does tie to food. Hot pockets. Same with this other one. So here's another one that, that is uh, a, sort of a, a connoisseur story. Uh, but Jif... The peanut butter, yes, and Giffy, the uh, of course the you know the, the little animated the the video, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. So Giffy, G I P H Y is how you spell Giffy. I uh, have now teamed up to try and put a lid on the long-running pronunciation debate when it comes to the semantics between a hard G and a soft G. Yes. 
And here's what both of these companies say. Jif said with a soft G as America's number one peanut butter. GIFs said with a hard G are the frequently shared looping videos that add humor, culture, and entertainment into people's daily conversations. So that's how you remember it. GIF the peanut butter, GIF the animation. That is correct. And some people call those little animations GIFs. I've always called them GIFs. So have I. And and I've been chastised for that. I was told I was wrong. No, they're wrong. They're wrong. Uh, Giphy serves 10 billion uh, GIFs each day. They would know. Yeah. Uh, The brand said this in a joint press release. Are Are you a GIF fan? Uh, of the, it's uh, what my my wife buys the peanut butter and she, she mothers choose Jif. She right? buys Jif and I I like Jif. I grew up a Peter Pan peanut butter guy. And Peter Pan was a little chunkier. Was that it just not? no. I mean it had chunky okay. varieties, but they had smooth and, and chunky. But it's just what I grew up on. Yeah, yeah. My mom bought. So. I thought it was grittier. It wasn't it. Not that I could tell. Well, Jif might be a little smoother. I'm not sure. And then of course you have Skippy, which right. is in there somewhere too. Yeah. Uh, but it's all, you know, I'd have to do a side-by-side comparison taste. I think they got a taste Fairly similar. Side, the one that tastes dramatically different is Pud. Yeah. Pud. Uh, <laughs> Pud is the peanut butter. I don't, I don't think that's peanut butter. Uh, yeah. That's Pud. different. <laughs> I don't think you're eating uh, peanut butter there. What are you eating there? I don't know. It looks kind of white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. It's uh, Pud. I know. What case? No, no. I'm with Kathy on that one. Um, yeah, I, I always found it interesting why people choose because we were always, and I just always assumed Jip was the brand that everybody should choose because that's well, that's what, in, that, with yeah. communism, yes. Yeah. No, that was the same way. Case, I thought, yeah. I thought everybody had a Peter Pan peanut butter. What uh, what soft drink did did you guys uh, always drink in your household? Peanut butter. <laughs> Uh, everything. Okay. So but, I mean, Coke was a standard, you know, but, yeah, Sprite and Mountain Dew and we, all that. We first started, I told you, years and years ago, we used to get soda delivery to the house. It was yeah. a thing. Mission Cola would bring in. We'd have all our flavors and grape and cream soda and, and uh, cola, regular cola. And uh, then that was, we, I've, I've broken it down. I think when you're having something really savory, I think you have... I, I, I have Pepsi, yeah. I think, I like for for pizza and 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 Coke. They're so I used to drink them all the you time. Do soda pairing, well, yeah. But wow. now that was years ago. Now when I have a, a soda, it tastes so sweet. Oh yeah, it's almost like drinking a dessert. Yeah, I don't drink. So, soda so I can't. Anymore. It's oh, it's drinking insulin. That was the only time we were allowed to have soda was on like Friday if we ordered pizza. So okay. we ordered pizza, and it does pair with soda. pizza well, right? I, I, yeah. I guess yeah. that oh, was yeah. like the treat. But other than that, mm. we didn't have soda in the house. Mm. Yeah, why, Casey? What about you? We were always Coca Cola. It was never, ever, ever any Pepsi products in my house. But uh, and I don't dislike Pepsi products. It just yeah, it okay. All... Now, if you're talking about Pepsi or Coke, yeah, mm-hmm. we were a Coke family. Yeah, I prefer sure. Coke, but yeah. Pepsi. There, there's there are um, arch Pepsi people. Yeah. In fact, the big remember the big calamitous change from the Coke formula. Everyone said the the new Coke tasted like Pepsi. All right, Dr. Pepper or Mr. Pibb? If we're going to talk similar Dr. Types. Pepper. Pepper. Yeah. Yeah. I was a Pibb guy. Yeah. Were you? I love Dr. Pepper. I liked Pud. Uh, yeah, did you really? You keep coming back. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a recurring thing. <laughs> yeah, very much into Pud. In, uh, in your life. Now, ketchup, we were everybody in this area. Was My favorite nice. ketchup is mustard. <laughs> was what? Heinz. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if you were Hunts, yeah. there's something wrong with you. Yeah, yeah well, we, didn't, also, we didn't do Hunts either. When you're Hines, you're able to pay for John Kerry's plastic surgery. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, not when we were kids, but okay. now. Right. Now, In now retrospect. Yeah. He doesn't look enough like Frankenstein yet. Uh, so anyhow, uh, to further prove their point on the major phonetic difference, Jif created a limited run of specially labeled jars. 
Uh, it says, if you've ever called a GIF and uh, called a GIF a GIF, then we forgive you. Uh, the lid on the limited time peanut butter jar reads. Uh, GIF began sharing the new campaign on Twitter Tuesday to explain the semantics between the two consonant pronunciations. One of my favorite things as a kid is we had our our, our drinking glasses were old um, uh, peanut butter and jelly, yeah, jelly jars. Oh, jars. Yeah, and they would have designs on them. I was just at a, at a party um, and uh, o- over the, on Saturday. Uh, and uh, they were using the uh, the jars, and it was such a nostalgic thing. It was really cool. Uh, for me, I can't the like the ring around it, like where the top would go. You don't like that? It like ruins my the drink for me. Really? Yeah. You're not supposed to chew on it. The <laughs> sensation. Yeah, like the sensation of it or something. I hear you. Yeah. Yeah, you can't have a lip at, at the top of the glass. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a lot of those. Uh, Rochelle does. We should, we're keeping them because someday they're going to pay for our kids. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> Is that the thought? Uh, something just came out right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I'll bring him in and let you guys check him out sometime. I'm sure they're worth oh, five or six bucks. Bring the security guard. I mean, honestly, Not though. Even. Just remember she has large breasts. Uh, this is true. Yeah. How many cups oh or glasses do, does one actually need in their household? Because we have dozens of, like, pint glasses and cups. And, yeah. and, and don't you always gravitate to a favorite? Yeah, I, yes. I, I oh, have my favorite. Steve, you always gravitate to a favorite. Steve, one hundred percent. I recently went through my cabinets and I threw out all of the pint glasses and the coffee mugs. There were so many coffee mugs. We have an overload of coffee mugs too. There's no like we don't even have that many people. We don't even have that much coffee. Like, right. why would we need that many coffee mugs? Are, are there any that are that have sentimental value for one reason or another? Come on. Not we, to we you. just lost yeah. one. Yeah. We just lost one with uh, one of my favorites that uh, for the best tea mug. Uh, is um, has a a narrow brim and is deep, and it keeps the heat of the tea longer. And this one, the handle was cracked off, and it, oh. it had it, but it had been used, and it fell off the counter and smashed. Yeah, so my, we, both my wife and I went. <gasps> I'm sorry for your loss. My Thank favorite you. coffee mug of all time. I lost it a couple of years ago. Poor thing. It was uh, it was first of all, it's got to be large. It has yeah. to be big enough, and uh, so you can add cream and, and sure, whatever sure. you want to, yeah. to it. But it had it was so cool. It was Animal from uh, oh, yeah man. from the Muppet Show, and and it just it was perfect. I loved the color of it. I, lo- I just I loved drinking out of it. And then one day the the handle snapped off. I'm sorry for your loss. Your I new know, mug though is so pretty fun. sensational. Which one? Casey's oh, license photo. Your everyday well, mug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Press. That's what I was no. going to say. Those are the ones I won't throw out if they're a personalized picture on there. Okay. So if it like animal, all that stuff, I could easily toss. But if it had a picture of Jace on it, or or two girls in a cup of coffee. No, stop it. No, 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 no. See, I feel like you could have. I would have more coffee mugs in my house than glasses because if I have people over. That are multiple people that are drinking coffee. I need multiple coffee mugs. But if I have that many people over that require, uh, you know, a drink of water. You know, the question is, do you have enough bowls of unexpected animals drop by? Never. Right. Never. But the, the point is, I'm either going to have, like, solo cups for you. Yeah. Or you're going to be drinking out of, a, you know, like, water right. bottles or something like that. So I really don't need that many actual cups in my house. I think if you do, if you get get real, for reals, like if you're going to, you get your for reals license, get yeah. get for reals with your mugs, which ones do you use consistently and clear some room out of your uh, your cupboard? I you don't my, need them all. I have my favorite coffee mug and it's it's weird because it's it's clear. It's a clear. Oh, uh, glass? Yeah. I love glass. I love glass coffee mugs. It is my favorite. Yeah. Yeah, we use those for espresso. 
Oh. Mm. <laughs> when you're having your pancake by the, mm-hmm. Wait, in the they, bay window. Real quick, do they lose heat faster, the glass ones? I don't know. Or is I, that just uh, I don't know. I, the perc- I, um, the cool part is you can see all the coffee. You can see stuff. <laughs> Yeah. You can see through. I like that. The one I that it. I have doesn't Nick because it's got a uh, it's got a gap in between. It's two layers of glass. Oh, you're fancy. Ooh. So wow, oh. impressed. Mm-hmm. Oh. My... Not everyone can sit in their window and eat pancakes. <laughs> um, my coffee is I drink it so fast, so the, Me too. the, the right. it doesn't matter. My wife can hang on to a cup of coffee for Rochelle the same way. Yeah, she'll spend half a day drinking yeah. a cup of coffee. I'm done in three minutes. But I she, will go around the house and I, and I'll see there's there's cups of, of tea and there's cups of tea where the it, the milk has not been put in it yet with yeah. the tea bag hunt. Don't forget, don't forget you have a tea by the. Uh, the <laughs> oh yeah, right, right. So she ends up microwaving tea a lot. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, well, anyhow, we should take a break because we have a guest coming up. Right? Are they yeah. at nine? Yeah. She is it nine? We're gonna have to okay. bump her. We're talking about peanut butter. Uh, well, anyhow, the, the proper way to say uh, the peanut butter is GIF. The proper way to say the looping videos is GIF. All right, and that's remember according that. According to the two uh, sources, by the valuable way. Valuable lessons from the connoisseur. All right, <laughs> so uh, our our friends from uh, Positano are here. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off on give, doing another giveaway, but yeah. I want to thank because we have something else to give away. Oh yeah, and that's gonna be the Flyers Ooh. ticket. So I need to know. What time will take? Caller number nine at 215-263-WMMR. What time did Jim Jackson say the magic phrase last night during the game? 215-263-WMMR. If you're the ninth caller and you can get this right, we're going to give away a pair of tickets in the NBC Sports Philadelphia Suite for the March 10th Flyers game against the Bruins. Pretty sweet deal. That's awesome. Call right now and we'll get the winner on the other side. And uh, thank you again, by the way. Uh, Depositano for being here uh, this morning. Uh, if you're looking for a place to host your next event, uh, they are going to help you create the perfect menu and setting for any occasion. Visit PositanoCoast.net to check out their private party packages and book your room today. So we'll make sure that we give away some more gift cards from those guys in a little bit. We're going to break. We're going to come back in a second. Suzanne Summers and more when we return. Join Nick McElwain Thursday from 5 to 7 at McGurk's. 582 South Bethlehem Pike in Fort Washington for a Pacifico official cardboard classic free party. Enjoy $4 Pacifico cans and register to win a Pacifico VIP cardboard classic experience with VIP access for four to watch the classic, an overnight stay, and lift tickets. Click events at WMMR.com for complete details. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. Before we go to our guest on the line, we had asked for a caller to give us a buzz and let us know what time last night our buddy Jim Jackson, play-by-play man for the Philadelphia Flyers, said our special phrase. At some point in the game, he was going to work it in there. And if you noted what time that was and you were caller number nine, which is who we're looking for, you can win tickets. Uh, to a game coming up, and not only tickets, but in the NBC Sports Philadelphia suite. It's excellent. Uh, yeah, so that's coming up on March 10th. You want me to play the clip first? Yeah. JJ saying it? Yeah. This is in the game last night, so here we go. And we were there, so I didn't get a chance to no. hear this yet, so here we go. Seven teams on pace for 94 more points, but 20 games ago, or so to go, Jonesy, so... Uh... Somebody peel the shrimp. This gumbo is just getting started. It is. And that's it. That's what we asked him <laughs> wow. to say. Somebody peel the shrimp. This gumbo, gumbo is just getting started. What a pro. He fit it in. He's the best. So let me go to Chris and see if Chris knows when that happened. Hey, Chris, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? 
Wonderful. So what time was it when J.J. said that last night? 7.31. You are correct. Yeah! You clearly were watching. Uh, so, Chris, we are going to give you a pair of tickets in the NBC Sports Philadelphia Suite for the March 10th Flyers game against the Bruins. How about that? Thank you so much. You guys rock. Thank you. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Take care of all that. Make sure that you're always staying connected with your Flyers on and off the ice. You can watch NBCSportsPhiladelphia.com and the uh, My Teams app, by the way. So we had such a great time there last It was night. awesome. It was excellent. All right, we're excited to have our next guest on. She has a new book out. Just a ton of books. Uh, she does. Yeah. And wellness is her thing. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, she's doing great. <laughs> we you know? saw a picture recently. Yes, we did. Say she's doing whatever is right is right. It is called A New Way to Age, The Most Cutting Edge Advances in Anti-Aging. Please welcome, there's only one, and she is the only, Suzanne Summer. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Suzanne. How you doing? Yeah, the new way to age is to... Drop your tops in the weeds and have your husband take that picture. <laughs> I guess so. Now, we, we saw this picture. You look fantastic. And, and we understand that that was kind of a spur-of-the-moment thing, or did you guys plan to do that? You know, spur-of-the-moment is always the best, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's right Especially there. Especially when Suzanne Summers is getting <laughs> naked. Yeah. Was that was that on your property? Yes, I live I, I around the three company time on bought this big piece of property so that my kids could have a normal life and climb rocks and eat dirt. And they did. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So here we are. We've been here for 43 years. So that's what this is all about, you know? That picture went out there, and I think there's like 178 million hits on that. And um, I, I realized they're aging. I'm enjoying it. I never thought when I was 73 that I would like the way I look and the, my energy and the way I feel and I've got a rocking libido and... and uh, no, you, we've heard you, you... You and your husband make love twice a day. Is is that is that the uh, is that the norm over there at the uh, at the household? When I wake up. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if that's the case, if, if, if you're se- you celebrated your 73rd birthday not that long ago, you took that picture, uh-huh. and if this is the way you feel at 73... You win, Suzanne. Yeah. I mean, because that's that's pretty much it. You know, as as I've heard from from um, some aged people, in the end, all you've got is your health. Yeah. Make sure that you are aware of that yeah. and you take care of it because it's yeah. it's what it comes down to eventually. You're exactly right. And so that's what I there there's there are new doctors now. They're they're MDs, but they realize we hit the wall with allopathics. Allopathics is Here's the problem, doctor. Here's the drug for that problem. And so I know most people are safe going that way, and that's what we've all grown up with, and that's where we're most comfortable, and it's not considered radical. But if you're like me and you want to go natural first, if you can always go natural first and then go allopathic the other way, then this is the book for you. It introduces you to the doctors who have stepped out of the standard of care box. They're treating you differently. They're looking at, uh, you know, what's missing. So aging is about worn-out parts. The first thing that happens for women and men, by the way, is they completely start declining in hormones, and that's when you start feeling bad. That's when you can't sleep, and that's when you're moody, and that's when you've got all these these symptoms. And so this book um, teaches you, the doctors, to go to to how to put that back together. So, the other thing that happens to the age is we don't absorb nu- nutrients and minerals anymore. So this is all about putting back. Like filling the tank. If you had a Maserati, 
you'd never put inferior fuel into it. You'd never not listen to the, the sticks and sounds and things. So I'm in this book teaching you the right kind of fuel to put in your body, how to replace what you've lost either through toxicity or stress or getting up at 5 o'clock in the morning to be on the radio every day. <laughs> well, let me, let, me, let me ask you this, Suzanne, because... Uh, as as you um, obviously as you're going through this stuff, and and we we all have the same doctor on the show, and he he will think out of the box. And there's you know they, they, they embrace different aspects of how to uh, you know I- improve the quality of your life. So so when when you go through this stuff and you're acquiring this information, are you vetting it through the medical community as well? And and how is okay. what? You, okay, so and it's it's been embraced. Yes, I've never been, by the way, challenged once. I've been criticized and made fun of because whenever you have a, a, a new idea, you're going to expect that. But sure. I've never been challenged because every book of mine is vetted uh, and gone through with a fine-tooth comb by the Life Extension Foundation of 26 doctors, professionals, and um, uh, uh, scientists. So, uh, it's just we're living longer, like it or not. That's, listen to that part, like it or not. Yeah. We, in family members who are living longer, but is that living? It's not quality. And so if you don't want to end up with that present paradigm of the crescent frail and, uh, you know, Alzheimer's, heart disease, cancer, and then the nursing home, if that doesn't look attractive to you, then this book tells you about the choices you can make starting right now, no matter what your age is, no matter how young you are, so that you can prevent that from happening. Um, it, you know, there's no surefire, do this, and, and this will be your outcome, but you have a better chance if you keep your immune system yeah. uh, built up. And those, those things are relatively easy to do if you understand where the immune system is and how it gets attacked and what you can do to not uh, degrade it. So uh, it's the way I've lived my life. I consciously started doing this. You know, the gifts come in a strange way. My gift was, was cancer 20 years ago. And I remember hearing those words thinking, what have I done to yeah. play host to this? I thought I was eating right. We all do. And then I thought, you know, you've been on TV shows. The craft table really should be called the crap table. <laughs> and how much of that stuff did I mindlessly eat waiting to go on and all those 16 different years I was on different series? So that's probably one place. And then I didn't take chemicals seriously. I didn't take sleep seriously. So when you read this, you're going to go, oh, oh. And it's not hard. It's really not hard. But I'm sure glad I'm sitting here at 73, knowing I have another couple of decades or more ahead of me, and that I'm, I, I, I if all keeps going as it's going, I will have health, and I will have my brain, and I'll have bones. You know how great is that? Is it? Is it? Uh, are there people? What about the people who are like, ah, I've lived this way my whole life, and nah, I'm just gonna, you know, it's it's too late to try and change. Yeah. Well, it's never too late ever. But um, that attitude will get you what you have um, <laughs> chosen. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's you know? it's wild because I remember years ago, and I told these guys, right, when I was in, I thought, man, you know, in uh, 40s, it's, you, you could be decrepit and all that stuff. And I, I, I had a cancer, uh, prostate cancer five years ago. And, and, um, and I had, because I was, my diet was good and I, I exercised and I, I've kept up with that, I snapped back after that. And and my doctor and, and other people were saying, you know, you had an immediate turnaround because you, you listen, even just for quality of life, but just for things, if you do encounter bumps along the road, your ability yeah. to come back from it, 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 it's it's like taking out an insurance policy. It is. And, and, and we have to look at food as our fuel. 
So what kind of fuel do you want to put into your magnificent machine called your body? Yeah. It kind of, it just makes sense. You know, I, I eat great food. I don't eat diet food, and I'm not, I'm not overweight. I, I, I eat real food. You know, if you can pick it, pluck it, milk it, or shoot it, you can eat it, as long as it's organic. I eat organic. Why do I want to eat food that has a poison sprayed on it? And organic food is no longer you know, uh, much more expensive than the other food, and it tastes so much better. Oh, my God. So... These are, that's a choice. All right. That's a daily choice to make. Do I want to eat organic or not organic? That's, that'll go a long way. Well, and you're you're set you're setting a great example for people who who want to feel good and and uh, you know the book is a great way to get that message out there. It's available now, by the way. I want to ask you a quick question because I was at Universal Studios in uh, Orlando and they had what they were claiming was the original car driven in American graffiti by you. What do you oh. think? What are the odds that are that that was the the exact vehicle? Probably is, and I wish. Damn, I wish I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it the, the second I saw it. It's so iconic. The Thunderbird, right? The Thunderbird, the white Thunderbird. Yeah. I know that was the the the, the five seconds of film that changed my life. <laughs> I, yeah. I just can't. Really? And, yeah, and all, all those years, and then obviously onto uh, Three's Company and and uh, Step by Step and, and other stuff as well. When you got that role, was that just a was that by by happenstance? How did you get that? I just needed the money. It was one hundred thirty six dollars and seventy cents. I was uh, a single, you know, just out of being a teenager mother, and I just needed the money. But I remember George George Lucas, whoever that was. <laughs> 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 and, and the rest is history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Said to me, everyone's going to remember the blonde and the Thunderbird. And I thought, I don't think so. But you know what? <laughs> That's how I got on this. Tonight, I was discovered by Johnny Carson in the NBC commissary. And I was waiting to see if I got a call back on Dom DeLuisa's show for a one-night part. Right. And Johnny walks in, and he comes over to me. And I'm the only one there. And he said, hey, little lady, what are you doing here? And I said, I have a call back, which I had just learned was lingo. And um, he said, oh, well, I know Dom. I hope you get it. And all I had was this little book of poetry I'd written. I didn't have an 8 by 10 And and my only credit that I didn't get credit on the movie, by the way, but my only credit on the back of the book was she was a mysterious blonde. And that, I gave it to him Wednesday. And Friday of that week, I made my national television debut. I didn't have a dress. I had to write a bad check for the dress. And then um, I, I'm standing behind that famous curtain. I hear Johnny Carson say, well, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, they must love my poetry. <laughs> and he says, he says, well, we've all been wondering who the mysterious blonde in the Thunderbird in American graffiti is. I'm thinking, you were? Because I hadn't seen it yet. I couldn't afford to go. And they opened the curtain, and the audience went, woo. And I didn't even know what it was all about. And he, I sat down next to him. And he liked me, and he started having me on every month. And my little book of poetry became the number one best-selling book of poetry in America, along with Rod McEwen. That is wow. awesome. That, that's a great story. I didn't know yeah, that. that it all started yeah. with that. Well, it's it's, and you know what? You don't look much different than you did back then in that White Thunderbird. So I, love the, I love the fact that you couldn't afford to go see your own movie <laughs> and you hadn't seen it. That's wild, Suzanne. Hey, and I um, besides. A new way to age my new book. I have to plug my website, SuzanneSummers.com, because I'll tell you why and why you'll want to go there. Okay. Uh, two times a week, I have Facebook Live shows at our bar that we call Big Al's Bar, and we drink tequila and um, talk about um, life and supplements. 
<laughs> I love it. We'll Especially check it out. Keel apart. Yeah. All right, Suzanne, we'll we'll get the word out about a new way to age. Thanks so much, and uh, continued Thanks success so here. And by the by the way, uh, congratulations on beating cancer. <laughs> oh, Yo, there you thank go. Thank you. Thank Excellent. you. Yeah, I yeah. thank you, Suzanne Summers, yeah. guys. Yay! I was not aware of that story. She hadn't seen American Graffiti and was going on the Johnny Carson show, yeah. the Tonight Show. Had no idea that it had become that that phenomenon. Wow, what a great story! Because it's that that really that if you've never seen what is a, a, a classic, the this that search for her is is what's fueling Richard Dreyfus throughout the night, the night yeah. one night, yeah, and that's the whole thing, yeah. And yeah. it's it's a represented the and the way Lucas and the script, the way it what it means to him and what it ends up really not being that important uh, is is so fantastic. You're right. And, and you know, we can all relate to that that desperation. Who was that person? I've yeah. got to meet them. I need to know who that was. It was a fleeting moment, but there was something there. You know what I there, mean? There's such a great scene when he goes, and he's Wolfman Jack. He goes to the great legendary DJ. And uh, Wolfman Jack says he's not Wolfman Jack because they it was supposed to be a you know a mysterious thing who was Wolfman Jack but he's talking to yeah. Richard Dreyfus yeah. and he kind of gives him some life advice that's just awesome. Yeah, I wonder if that you know her her little thing would have been the equivalent of uh, of something that was kind of viral back then. Nobody knew who she was. Right, she wasn't. She was just a, a quick flash in the pan in this movie that was very successful and. You know. Well, now you can just go uh, yeah. guy guy with snaggletooth in uh, this right. movie, and it pops up instantly. Exactly. Yeah. Speaking of uh, of viral uh, things, and, and now we're gonna look at traffic. Oh, uh, speaking of traffic, NJM Insurance Group brings us this look. Kathy, what's going on? So there's still a number of things that are happening right now. 95 northbound is jammed solid from Cotman through to Academy. We've got the two right lanes that are blocked. Um, there's an accident there, but there's also a disabled truck in the right center lane after Cotman. So that's all happening. 95 northbound uh, on the southbound side. You're jammed from Cotman through to Girard. Schuylkill Expressway eastbound, slowing the Blue Route into Conshohocken and the Boulevard to University westbound side backing up from uh, the boulevard out to Belmont, the Blue Road to 202. Uh, on the Pennsylvania Turnpike, we've cleared out there, but the Blue Route northbound slows 95 to Route 1, southbound Route 1 to Media. Out in Ben Salem Street Road at Old Lincoln Highway, the right lane blocked with an accident. Also in Falls Township, Route 1 northbound between Bridge Street and Pennsylvania Avenue, we've got jam traffic. The left lane blocked with an accident. City Avenue northbound between 59th and Cardinal, the right lane blocked until 3 o'clock. That's construction. And then in New Jersey, on 55 northbound, you're still slow from Deptford to 42 over the Ben Franklin Bridge westbound. That's backing up the downside to Ethan Vine. This traffic report brought to you by Staples Stores at Staples Chair Event. Save all month long on select chairs. If you are outfitting your home, your office, or home office, save at Staples. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. Speaking of uh, challenges, <laughs> of online challenges, uh, there was one, Steve, it's uh, the, is it the, called the Skull Breaker Challenge. Oh, uh, this oh. dumb thing. Uh, yeah. I saw this a few weeks ago. Uh, there was a video, somebody had posted a... Uh, a uh, clip of these two girls doing it to it's all over girl. TikTok, yeah, yeah. But this was uh, a couple of weeks ago. Then right. supposedly, and and the the story was the girl was like special needs, and they were Aww. yeah, they were bullying her, and and uh, but anyway, uh, yeah, so that turned me off to it immediately. Uh, but yeah, anything that talks about breaking your skull in a challenge, <laughs> yeah, I may want to pass on. But have, you've seen what this is? No, I only saw the. Um... That there's like a big up in arms about this. Yeah, so two pe- it's three people. Two people are in on it. One person isn't. So you stand side by side. You're facing a camera, and um, the the idea is the two people on on the outside uh, jump up in the air, 
and then after they jump, the person in the middle jumps by themselves up. And I guess they tell them, they give them it some kind yeah. of setup to, yeah. to make them do it. And as the person in the middle jumps up, the other two knock their feet out from underneath the person in the middle. And I mean... Like, why? Face plant. I mean, yeah, we're, we're yeah. talking... That's not cool. Broken neck, broken, you know, nose, whatever, you know, re- really nasty falls that can happen and uh yeah that's apparently a a thing right now oh man a, a local kid got injured uh having this happen well, well, it's, it's called something cracked yeah, yeah. so that that's uh that, that's part of the deal and i mean you're doing it on concrete and stuff like that yeah I, I, i'm honestly sick of these goddamn things with eating tide and all this stuff and it's it's like mm. come on yeah. well i mean <clears throat> this this had to have existed when we were younger i mean this is like sort of the equivalent of a. Uh, Walking up behind somebody and kneeling down and then, you know, pushing them over. Right. Do you remember that? Sure. That old gag and stuff like that. Yeah, I, purple I, nurple. Purple nurple. But I've never seen <clears throat> that. It's kind of... Um, this is... I mean, this is... Listen, all of it is stupid. But in this, you're you're totally swiping the yeah. person's legs out from underneath them. I, I mean, you, yeah. you can kill somebody. You, yes! You can, they, they can go back and, and knock the back of their head on the ground and, and it can kill them. Yep. Uh, so they're not, they're not thinking like that. Though. I know. They, they, they have no idea they how fragile hilarious. they you're, want a video. Yeah. They want a video. Like, uh, behind somebody and, um, use the fronts of your knees on the back of somebody else's knees and it kind yeah. of makes them buckle yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I did that in, uh, maybe 10th or 11th grade to Kara Witzak and, uh, Kara, uh, had just had reconstructive knee surgery. Oh, oh no, Nick. And so this was. 35 years ago, yeah. I still regret it to this day. I I, I, uh, I, I can see her face. Yeah. I, I thought I was just being a goofball and being mm. fun and funny. And, and it, like, she buckled and was in pain, and it was because of me being an a-hole. Oh, no. Did you, you get know? in trouble? Did you get in trouble for that? No. I, just, I immediately apologized. I felt so terrible for being an, an idiot and for doing something that I thought momentarily would be funny. Well, yeah. Uh, well, you didn't know she was yeah. injured. But and, but that's a good point. Is To that yeah. point is you, you, you're doing something you think is, is benign, but th- think it through. Listen, you, I get it. You can do. There's some some dumb things you can you're going to do, and that's always part of growing up. And and but something like that, where you might send someone, you know, buckling to the floor. Right. Mm-hmm. Reconsider it. Have you guys seen the uh, the invisible string trick? That one. Uh, describe it. All know. right. Okay. So I wasn't sure if you've seen it. No, or I have not. not. No, you, you take somebody, you sit them down in front of you, and you act like you have a string. Oh, I have seen it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. It's a little bit funny, right? It's, it's okay. kind of funny, yeah. All right. So <laughs> go ahead and finish describing how this works. So you walk up yeah. and you say, all right, I'm holding this string, and you act like you're you're putting the string into their ear and then pulling it out the other side, and then you, and you ask them to hold one side of the string. It's a joke. They don't yeah. They don't think there's really a string right, there. It's just, yeah. just play along, yeah, right, follow yeah. me, do this for all me. All right, so you're holding one side of the string. I'm holding the other side of the string. Okay, now yank that side of the string really hard. And, and so when they you, yank it really hard, you your it. hand slaps them across the face because <laughs> right. it's holding onto the other side of the string. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's similar. To, <laughs> that is funny, but you're not gonna oh, yeah. you're not gonna smash someone. The, there's there's one that involves also with the uh, AFV has videos of it constantly with trying to catch the dollar or the card against the wall yeah. with their forehead. Uh-huh. You've seen that, <laughs> yes. And then also where you have a bottle of water. Oh, that thing's been done to death. You put the uh, you, you, it's supposedly a magical trick. Yeah, right. And you know what? So you, like, you put the you put the the coin under the bottle of water, and you you put the thing over an open bottle of water, plastic bottle of water. You put the cover over it. You say, "When I take it back, the coin will be in the actual. It'll be in, in the, the water, right?" Okay. And uh, so you take it back, and of course it hasn't done that. But the person looks over, and you squeeze the bottle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we did that uh, to some kid, and it the water went in his eye, and it 
It, it, it wasn't funny. Yeah. He didn't find it funny because the water went in his eye and it hurt, and then I felt like a total jerk, you know? <laughs> I mean, practical jokes are practical jokes, and there's right. always going to be a victim, and, and there's, you know, and some of them are fun. The, yeah. st- the string one is sort of funny, uh, but you, you know, you... So, my son tried to do the string one to me. Right. And I go, I, I've already seen it. And then he's like, no, no, you got to do it. I go, I, but, <laughs> yeah. I, but, but, I, but I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen, he and wanted then, so bad for you to do it. Oh, so guess what he did? Uh, he just slapped me across the face. <laughs> Why not just cut out the whole act? Just, just yeah, punch him in the face. Yeah. <laughs> or, go, hey, you want to see something? Whap. I've tied, a, I've tied an invisible string to the end of this baseball bat, <laughs> yeah. and I'm going to put it through this through your ear. So yeah. yank on it hard. There's yeah. a couple of things that I that I find funny, and then other things that are are not funny. That um, you know, when you when you're pulling pranks on unsuspecting people at like the Home Depot, like it's not funny. It, oh, like it, the, the 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 bucket fell on their head thing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that one, Preston? No. So you're in an aisle, and uh, a lot of people fake this, but it's, oh, uh, I assume okay. there's a few a few legit. You're in an aisle with a, maybe it has buckets or something up on a, on a shelf. Yeah. And what you do is you, you the person's looking at whatever's up on the shelves, and you pop the bucket over their head, and you pop a bucket over your head like buckets fell oh, on your head. okay. All right. Yeah. 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 There was one I saw yesterday where it was, all right, so you know how you have those. You stab someone? No. You, those power, powders that you do for, like, gender reveals? Yes. Dude, just like, he's just shopping at, at Home Depot. And some guy walks up behind him and boom, pops the powder on him, and then he like acts like, "Oh, where did that come from?" I'm like, "It's it's that's, annoying. That's it, not it, funny. It's annoying. Like, yeah. yeah." You so, know what? One was I think one of the worst was the licking the ice cream, Preston. Yeah, Remember that rage for a while, oh, and yeah. then putting the the lid yeah. back on it. Uh, but I I saw this I saw this other one. A, a mother's been filmed letting her teenage son slap her breasts to the tune of a song oh, as God. part of a TikTok challenge. What? Uh-huh. No. Um, <laughs> no. Aiden Ridings, who is 17, filmed the uh, the video and uploaded it last week in a strange attempt to gain more followers. The eight-second video starts with the two standing opposite each other as the 2008 hit Undercover uh, Martin by Two Door Cinema Club plays. The teenager dances to the tune before hitting one breast after the other in quick succession in time with the beat. This is his mom, mind His you. mom? Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. this isn't okay. No, no, no. You this is not okay. Uh, you wouldn't let Jace do that, Kathy? <laughs> and the mom let him do that. Yeah. Let, yeah. let Jace do it to the uh, the, the uh, no. baby shark. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. So, let's see here. What does it say? He thought, he said both he and his mother were happy. Uh, with the video, and they found it amusing. Uh, so, I, I, is this a challenge? Slapping the slapping the birds? <laughs> it is now. I don't know. We should create it. Listen, I I think there's no challenge you could create on social media, especially on TikTok, that uh-huh. somebody would not try to emulate. No matter how patently, yeah. obviously, you know, harmful. dangerous and harmful. Yeah. Ace, what about the one that I've been sending you that I want I to do want, with you? The yeah, I want to do light that one. switch. The switch one, yeah. I hit the switch. It's some song. I don't know what it is. Uh, or I hit the light switch or something like that. Mm-hmm. And and it's just people swapping. So it's two people in the video. Uh, the song says hit the switch or I hit the switch. Uh, it goes to black for a second, comes back, and then the two people have basically reversed roles. So, like, people are changing clothes. Um, one is, like, okay. a father and a son. It's kind of cute. All right, it's a little video. Yeah. Finagling. When do you yeah. get to hit someone's All right. breasts? All right. Yeah, when do yeah. I get to hit somebody's boobs? What uh, is I, this? I've never heard oh. the song before. This is the song. So, yeah. Yeah. This is the hit your, hit your yeah. mom's boobs song. Uh, I guess it happens right here. Oh, my God. Steve! Whoa! 
don't. Uh, yeah, that's another no, riff. Not. You guys have not seen that? Nope. No, oh. no, not once. Yeah, yeah. No it's very funny. Oh that's on, that's on TikTok? Yeah, TikTok. <laughs> and I even gave him a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> we should go home. <laughs> yeah. It's called the finger gum gum. Yeah, finger gum gum. Oh. Yeah. Uh, There's yeah, gum on my finger. Gum on my finger. Oh, my God. Wow. Uh, should I read this text, Nick? I didn't read Are you sure? It. Yeah, let's uh, cleanse uh, the palate with this one. It says, my kids love to go under the boardwalk and poke a dollar bill up through the boards. Uh, and yeah. one would watch for someone to come and try and pick it up. And then uh, then the, lookout, the person. lookout person motions the kid under the boards and they quickly pull it away. People have uh, actually tumbled trying to grab the dollar. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a standard. That's like That's the, 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 the dollar on a string that you pull along. Yeah, exactly. That's old-style prank. Somebody yeah. uh, at the Granite Rum Mall, they, they crazy glued a quarter to the ground. Yeah. Did yeah. you do that? No. Oh. No, no, no. I was one who tried to pick it up. <laughs> I mean, because it's a quarter. It's a quarter. <laughs> yeah. That's 25 cents. Yeah, those are yeah, those are older, harmless, well, yeah. fun pranks. We had right. fun with uh, with Poo Dollar for a little while. That was Poo Dollar was a good one. To this day, will not pick up money on the ground. <laughs> because of that? Because of that. It's, it's wise. For those who don't know, Casey would take a dollar bill and he would rub it deep up in the crack of his butt. Yeah. And <laughs> he would leave it and wait for somebody to come out and pick it up. But he would run out <laughs> with a bullhorn and start screaming Poo, Poo Dollar. dollar. When, they pick, when the poor person uh-huh. picked it up. Oh, that one we, guy but we like, have to be honest. We stole that from Terry Gross we on did. NPR. <laughs> uh, but Kathy, ever since that, that's why whenever I pick a dollar up off the ground, I immediately smell it just to make sure. Yeah. 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 And then I taste it. I don't there taste was, any crap on this. <laughs> there was one of them when you did it and you, you had the bullhorn bull you started. You randomly made up a song, and I'll never forget. Put the dollar up. Put put it back down. down, Poo dollar. (laughs) Wow. You guys both remember that? Yes. Oh, my God. Put the dollar up, baby. Put it back down. Poo dollar. I even did, like, a little dance, right? I was like. Can we have videos of this? Probably. Probably. I love that. That was fun. That's when you'd ask someone, do you have quick time on your computer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to send you. Something. I have a QuickTime player, right. Nick. I make up songs all the time at home, and my kids remember the words home, and I sing it one time. That's mm. just impressive because there are so many things that we can't remember, and that you guys were able to recall both. Of, you know, both of you were able to recall that song. Mm. I mean, if you were to call my son right now and ask him to sing the Seamus song, yeah, it, he knows it. Yeah, do it. How's it go? Or should he we call is him? He's Seamus is the man. He is the man. Seamus is the man. Man, man, Seamus. The man, man, shame. Man, man, Seamus. Seamus is the man. Is he in school right now? He's in school Can right now. Can you call now. the principal and have him do it in front of the class? Yeah, yeah. Your father's on the phone. This is an emergency. Uh, <laughs> have, the, have, the, have the principal do it over the, uh, yeah, right? over the intercom. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, the skull breaker challenge, I guess, is what that's called. It's stupid and stop doing it. Don't yeah. do it. You're going to kill somebody. Uh, yeah. Do yeah. poo dollar. Poo dollar. Yeah, poo dollar. Something. We can all Let's agree. go back to poo dollar. Or gum finger. <laughs> or no, finger gum gum. I would like to see that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to well, get off on it. We'll partner with Dog Fart, Steve. What's that? We'll partner with Dog, dog Fart. fart. We'll, yeah, we'll, Dogfart.com. We'll start to do it. I mean, we've done take a picture with your grandmother naked to win yeah. tickets. Yeah, we have. Just one step further. No. It's right before the picture's about to be taken. It's yeah. more than one step. Yeah. 
Uh, by the way, there is a new Preston and Steve Daily Rush video that is up. I've just been handed this, and uh, the title of it is Looky Lose. <laughs> and it says here, the Looky Lose are the most reliable news source. I don't remember that I at don't, all. but I love it. Mm-hmm. Looky Lose. Uh, you can watch that now at uh, PrestonandSteve.com, sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. Speaking of restaurants, I want to give away uh, gift cards right now. Our friends from uh, Positano Coast. Had stopped by this morning. They brought, I believe, the prize sheet's gone. Are they $50 gift cards? Yes, think? they right. are. So let's take callers uh, 15 and 16 at 215-263-WMMR. We'll set you up. Don't forget, Positano Coast has been serving Philadelphia diners for 15 years with their fresh seafood, delectable Italian dishes, world-class wines, craft beer, and stellar cocktails. You can visit PositanoCoast.net uh, to make yourself a reservation for lunch, dinner, or a weekend brunch. So we'll take those callers now and we'll give you that. 215-263-WMMR. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. We'll uh, get some of the bizarre file stories for you. Don't forget, we still have an announcement to make at some point uh, this morning as a well. A big one. Yeah, and we also have a secret text word because it's a Wednesday and those are uh, Temple basketball tickets. To, uh, you can text word secret to 39333. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Glad you asked. Disturb. Robot. Tool. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, I mentioned a Cardboard Classic. Tonight, Marissa Magnata has an appearance, and it is a Cardboard Classic pre-party with Pacifico. This is your chance to get registered to win the Pacifico VIP Cardboard Classic Experience, which means you could end up with an overnight stay, lift tickets, and then VIP access for you and three friends to watch the Cardboard Classic with us. Nice little area that we hang out over there. We do the broadcast, and uh, it's optimum viewing. So Marissa will be at Barley in Philadelphia tonight. It's the only sports bar in Chinatown. Uh, 7 till 9 p.m., uh, calendar girls, Jeanne and Carly will be there. So you can get the calendars. You can meet the ladies, hang out with Marissa, have a drink, uh, and maybe walk out of there with a very cool trip uh, from Pacifico. For awesome. Cardboard Classic. So that's tonight, and that's from 7 to 9. Make sure you join Marissa. Real quick as, as well, uh, I wanted to mention a birthday in front of the show. Our official uh, radio station photographer, uh, Brian Miller from Chorus Photography. Huh. It's his birthday today. Aww. So happy birthday to Brian. He gets great photos of all of our events, uh, you know, from the Camp Out for Hunger, the uh, uh, the MM Barbecue, the Cardboard Classic, he'll be yep. there. And uh, Happy birthday yes. <laughs> to me. So thank you, uh, to, or happy birthday to Brian, I should say, and thanks for all the help over the years. All right, uh, oh, and by the way, Steve, speaking of thank yous, uh, Casey brought this in to me. In our kitchen uh there's a what what's that board called it's like, it's like a, a rock board or whatever. yeah so so there's a, a board with these cards and it's it's a little you can post a public thank you to people yeah uh around the office who have gone above and beyond for whatever reason helped you it's out a nice concept yeah so it says thanks you rock uh on it and people fill it out and then they put it up on the board this one says thanks steve morrison you rock for interjecting 
fingering your grandmother <laughs> on air on our Marconi winning station. <laughs> and Wait, somebody just wrote that? It's not signed. You recognize the writing? But I think I recognize the <laughs> yeah. writing. Okay. Is it Bill Weston? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, he seemed to enjoy it. He did. Yeah. He seemed to enjoy it? He said, uh, no. he took me aside. If you could work in fingering more, yeah. I would appreciate it. Okay. Just thought I'd share. All right. Uh, bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File. Brought to you by Pacifico Beer. Stop by President Steve Cardboard Classic Pacifico Pre-Party. We are just talking about that. Chances to uh, win prizes. Hang with the MMR. Me, Calendar Girls and MMR Personalities. Uh, details at WMMR.com for the events. Five Italian hikers were rescued on Alaska's Stampede Trail as they were returning from visiting the abandoned bus made famous by the book and film Into the Wild. Yes, there was another rescue that had to take place. I I wonder if the time has come to move that, get rid of that thing. Absolutely. Uh, The International Emergency Response Coordination Center first received an alert about a medical emergency Saturday morning. Searchers uh, responded on snow machines and located the group approximately 13 miles in from the trailhead. One of the hikers was treated for severe frostbite to his feet. Uh, It's believed that the group was in the area at least overnight. Temperatures were about 5 to 10 degrees Saturday morning. It's a colder. Uh, the nearly 20-mile trail leading up to the abandoned Fairbanks Bus 142, known as the Magic Bus, has become somewhat of a pilgrimage for hikers ever since John Krakauer's book, Into the Wild, was published in 1996. Hikers from around the world attempt to retrace uh, the gentleman McCandless's steps every year, but many fail and have to be rescued, and some die. Yes. Last year, a 24-year-old woman from Belarus died while trying to reach the bus. And in 2010, a Swiss hiker drowned while trying to cross the same river uh, that McCandless had failed to cross. Nick, would you ever have any fascination going to see it? I know you're a fan of the movie and the book. I, I, a helicopter took me in and out. You know, they, But the way that these people do it is, is short-sighted and they're ill-prepared. Yeah, no. Victor Otto wants to know what happened to his car during the three weeks. It was in in the care of a Clearwater repair shop, uh, and he has good reason to be curious and furious. Otto received two parking tickets and two toll charges in different counties, all while the 2003 Jeep Liberty was supposed to be at Mustang Speed and Restoration. There's one more. There's more as well. Otto claims that while he was cleaning up the car... Uh, he picked it up. After he picked it up, he found sand and stains in the back seat, clothing, tags, and a pink lacy thong in the back under the passenger seat. So none of that was his? No. Yeah. Otto said he dropped off the Jeep because the engine light was on. Text messages between him and the owner document three weeks of slow progress before he finally picked up the Jeep. He claims that it's uh, still not fully repaired. Uh, then came the parking tickets in the mail. Mm-hmm. And the following Thursday, it was still in a repair shop custody, and there were two SunPass toll charges as well. When asked about all of this, the repair shop owner, Jeff Arthur, first told an investigator uh, that none of this happened and that the car wasn't at the shop yet. He said that he didn't believe any of his employee that his employees would joyride in a $250 Jeep, he said. <laughs> when reached by phone the next week by a television station, Arthur said the only person who could have possibly taken the Jeep on a joyride, was currently in jail on murder charges. Oh, well, that's comforting. He declined to provide details like a name so that the story could be verified, but he added that the alleged murder took place 
after Otto picked up his Jeep. Yeah. And then Arthur cut off communication. Wait, so, wait, wait. The murder occurred after. So police are trying to slow your roll. Sort this out. We'll see what happens. History shows you can find just about anything on Florida's beaches. Some things are obvious about what they are, uh, but what a beach walker found Thursday is more mysterious. He said it was, as according to uh, Bruce Robertson, he said it was a rather strange doll made out of coconuts. It's Annabelle. Robert said that... Initially, That's he was coconut Annabelle. He said it was creeped out. He said what was really sort of terrifying or horrifying or interesting was it had actual human teeth in it. Oh man, yeah, it's wild. His picture also shows snakeskin, and the items has arms and legs with feathers on them. Robertson said that he dropped it back in the ocean because other beachgoers told him that it was a voodoo doll. Yeah, and that it should be destroyed, not saved. Uh, but then, after some research, Robertson said that he changed his feelings, and now he believes that the item represented an African spider god known as Anansi. It all sounds risky. It was Anansi. It was Anansi. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he said it was the god of the slaves that came from Ghana to the Caribbean, and they used it for good luck and protection. Uh, an African bookstore owner, however, Michelle Davis, disagreed with Robertson's conclusion and said, "This Some right here, call her Annabelle, and she's the god of the snakes." Now said, "This right here is creepy." Uh-huh. Uh, Davison pointed to the human teeth. She also believed, yeah, the that's creepy. Had human skin on it. Davis thought that it could have been part of a voodoo ritual. She said, "People still believe in voodoo. They do it all over in Florida, Louisiana, New Orleans. Voodoo is real." She said. Uh, because the doll is back in the ocean, Robertson is advising the next person who uh, may find it to not be afraid because he thinks it's an, an African god. Yeah, and not, not a voodoo doll like Annabelle. No. <laughs> All right, and that's that's it. We'll just we'll wrap it up right. That's there. coconut Annabelle. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, so we would like to uh, welcome a friend to the show this morning, and uh, is here to promote a documentary that's coming up. Nick has had uh, pretty cool adventures with this guy. Uh, and he's with Team San Filippo. Please welcome back to the show, Mr. Carl Capes, who is here. Carl, good morning, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me on. I, I think now that I get to uh, follow Suzanne Summers, if we do another mountain trip, we got to get Nick on the uh, thigh master. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see if we can get up there. So you guys did, uh, you did Rainier and you did uh, Kilimanjaro together. Uh, and to, uh, to, go, to go ahead and just refresh people's memories about uh, San Filippo Syndrome, your two boys have this. It's a rare disease. And tell us exactly what that is again. Right. So San Filippo is almost, we describe it like childhood Alzheimer's. So the children are born with, they're lacking a gene that, or yeah. an enzyme to break stuff down and it causes progressive brain damage. So the average age is only about 12 to 15 years old. So when we started this plight, there was, there was nothing. It was so rare. And now today we have actually five clinical trials out there, three here in the United States, and we're working on another one. So five clinical on. trials. Correct. Wow. Okay. Anything, obviously it's all potentially promising, but anything looking especially promising? It is, yeah. They're doing a gene therapy right now here in the United States that they probably have about 20 kids enrolled in, and, huh. and they're showing positive results. That's so. sensational. And you were actually with the FDA yesterday, right? Yep, yeah, we're, we're trying to push another a treatment for the children. So what the clinical trials are focusing on the younger children, so we're trying to get some more trials out there for the older kids. With the new rules and the um, – I don't know if this governs – I know if someone's in a, uh, in, in a more pressing situation, they can opt to try a, uh, a drug that hasn't passed through the, the full circuit or whatever you would call it, the process – 
Um, is that something that is available to people who are currently suffering with this? Or You still have to be chosen for those, though, I think. Well, no, it is. So it's called compassionate use. Compassionate so use. You that's can it. get the FDA to agree, and then you got to get the, the the manufacturer, the pharmaceutical company, to agree right. to do it. But so I assume a- you you sign off on all. Right, they're but, they're, not, but they're there's not, a lot of risk. If something course. goes wrong, then yeah. they lose their product. So it's it's difficult. Right, right, right. Wow. Well, there's a uh, there's a documentary which is available on uh, Amazon Prime right now, and it's called The Weight of a Mountain. And and Carl and I were talking, and and the most important thing right now is just to bring awareness uh, to San Filippo uh, syndrome and other rare diseases because this Friday is National Rare Disease Day. You were saying, yeah, it's actually Saturday, the 29th, the okay. given the 29th. So, gotcha. So, um, what what is the documentary uh, particularly about? The weight of a mountain. So, the documentary actually is is tracking our progress with with Nick and myself and and our climbers as we went up Mount Rainier. So, it, it documents our climb up at Mount Rainier and the hur- the hurdles that we were up against to do that. And then kind of equates that to what the hurdles are for uh, we're following five parents in a documentary of the of how we get through life with children with San Filippo. So it's kind of like that that parallel of climbing a mountain versus dealing with a rare disease like that. Right. Wow. Yeah, pretty amazing. It's just um, it's just heartbreaking. I know that this is your everyday life. Um, and, you know, we, we see films like this or, or um, <clears throat> features done about people such as yourselves and, and, and uh, who have this on a day-to-day life. And it's just, you know, I, I'll sit there in tears watching stuff like this. Uh, I can't even imagine, you know, it's your life. It's, it's everyday life for you. Um, does someone, are you available to come to terms with that? You know what I mean? And not necessarily accept it, but live your life and, and not be... Uh, Overwhelmed. overwhelmed by it all. Yeah, and I, I think the key there is you have to make that determination and make that decision to push forward. So you can kind of sit back and think about, okay, you could feel you could feel sorry for yourself. And, and I did. There was a time where I did. But then it's like, how do I make, you know, things better? How do I move forward? Even if I can't save my children from what I'm doing now, it gives you a purpose. So you try to move everything forward. And, you know, like I talked about when we started, we didn't have anything when my kids were diagnosed. And now we're sitting on five clinical trials. So we continue to push forward and advance science and, and prevent others from going through this. And in a way, your children become a vessel to help other children. So they, they have a they are part of the mission. Right. You know? And and that's hard to come with, to terms with yeah, as yeah. well. But you got to kind of focus in on the sure. bigger the bigger picture. Right. Yeah, I think that's what gets me the most is that um, you know uh, logically that you probably can't save your own sons, but you might be able to save the next generation of people who are affected by San Filippo. And uh, you're a hero. I, I admire you so much. Um, and I can't wait to uh, to end this disease because it's just it's brutal. And so my heart goes out to you, but I also applaud your efforts because that you never stop. Right. And and thank you. And and again, that's just what we just keep going. And, right. Pushing, you know, rare disease. San Filippo is one of probably 6,000 rare diseases. So this is rare disease week. So we're really trying to promote awareness, legislators, decision makers, just general public of, they say one in 20 people are walking around with a rare disease. So we're mm-hmm. really trying to create that awareness. And I think it's over 300 million folks in, in the world are, are impacted by a rare disease at some point in their life. So we're really trying to, to focus in on on advancing that whole concept forward. Uh, do you mind? Uh, we have a caller who has a question uh, about uh, getting involved in the clinical trials and so on. This is Kara. Hi, Kara. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hi. Hi. Well, um, so, yeah. Go ahead with your question. Uh, so we, um, the elementary school that my children go to, there's a student there named Connor, and he was recently featured Philadelphia Inquirer. Um, they did a, a story on him. He was on uh, and, uh, Fox 
uh, News 5, whatever it's called. Um, So his parents are really trying to get him involved in one of these clinical trials. They're raising funds. um, They're out there. They're they're really trying to promote this. How can he get into one of these trials? I mean, he's a great kid. The whole community's behind him. His school's behind him. What can we do to help him? Yeah, I think the big thing now is just really pushing forward with with science and and getting these these clinical trials not necess- uh getting the clinical trials developed and also getting them approved through the FDA so that we can get get them to the children like Connor. How, how would they how would they get how would they so, get him specifically? Is there is there yeah. a pathway someone like, they could do we contact? Have to raise money for him because right. I mean all the local organizations. I mean, the local Chick Fil A just did a drive for him like all weekend. A certain percentage of the funds went to went to him. It's um, Save Connor. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, Fight for Connor. I forget the website, but, um, you know, the local Great Clips is, um, you know, taking donations. Like, the whole community is behind this kid, and we really need to get him in one of these clinical trials. He's a great kid. He's awesome. He goes to my kids' elementary school. He's just vibrant, full of life, you know? Right. Yeah, so, part, I mean, part of the awareness part is, is, is doctors are aware. So we're doing our screening tomorrow of a weight of a mountain at, at AI Nemours Hospital in, in Wilmington, Delaware, and getting doctors to know about that so they can go out there and they can find the clinical trials. Early diagnosis is very important. So to diagnose these children and figure out what they have and then fi- find the right clinical trials to get them into. So I think awareness is, is that big piece of it. Yeah, I'm, and also you I don't can, have a, I think we have a clear cut answer. Yeah, for but you can also Sorry, search like you. I mean, just just for instance, like Penn Medicine has um, there, there's a, an area on their website that will list all of the clinical trials that are currently happening uh, in that medical system. So like if you, if you were if you were to go and look there, I mean, I don't know what's wrong with the child, but maybe there's something listed there. So I would maybe start there and, and looking at the different websites. Well, we just had a, a, an article on the monitor here that said childhood uh, referring to that kid Connor childhood uh, Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. So it might be Sam Filippo syndrome. I, no, it I is, know. and I am oh, fami- okay. I am familiar oh, with Connor. He has oh, okay. he has type C, oh, okay. and you know, again, they're they're raising money to continue to push research and yeah. and to try and develop more therapies. So I'm not sure he can get in any of the clinical trials that are out there now because of the type that he has. But it's starting like I started. It's a matter of, of getting doctors involved, getting researchers involved, and, and moving forward with a clinical trial. All right, so you'll want to watch this video on, uh, on Amazon Prime. It's called The Weight of the of a Mountain. Is Nick in the video? I don't, think, the he, I don't think he, he shows uh, up in it. The weight of that mountain was really heavy, <laughs> and uh, I didn't make it to the summit on that one. Uh, <laughs> That's right. But, but, uh, but Carl did, and yeah. Tim did, who's also in the documentary. And uh, uh, I was there. Mm. Uh, I made it to, to about 11,000 500 when I started to puke. You're in the sequel, have fun on that mountain. Yeah. And by the way, it's it's 33 minutes long. It's not, you yeah, know, yeah. crazy. You know, it's not a big feature film. But uh, you, I think you'll gain an appreciation for this and, and maybe help push this along a little bit further. Was it was it altitude sickness, Nick, that got you? Sure was. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, it's, uh, um, uh, it'll, it'll, it'll seize upon you. Even even uh, even uh, accomplished climbers will face that now and then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Carl, by the way, there's a screening. But is it a private screening that's coming up? It is a private screening. Okay. Um, but, again, we're trying to really push everyone to Amazon Prime Video to kind of watch okay. that video. But. I think there's there's a couple thousand faculty and staff at AI that are going to watch us, so it'll be pretty crowded. We have a link to video and information about that screening on com if you want to get more information about it. So, all right, good luck with everything, Carl. Thank you very Thanks much. Come by Carl Capes. Guys, yeah. Team San Filippo. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back in a second. When we return, uh, we have an announcement, a show announcement. Yeah. Uh, we got to get, you know, we got to get a winner for Secret Text Word, Kathy. Ooh. I need a number caller, please. 15. Call it 15 at 215-263-WMMR. You got to know the secret text word in order to win. We'll also have a lesson question and more when we get back. Stay with us. 
Listen to all the WMMR podcasts as well as a live stream on your Alexa-enabled device. Just say, Alexa, open MMR. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we have a couple more things to do before we're wrapping up for uh, today's uh, program. And one of those things is to get a winner for a secret text word. It's a Wednesday thing that we do. We were looking for caller number 15. So uh, we're going to go search him, see if we can find that caller. It's John, everybody. Hey, John. John. How you doing? Good. Doing good. <laughs> How you doing? Uh, John. I'm doing good. What is our, what's, our, what's our secret text word, buddy? That would be Cherry. Cherry. You got yeah. it. Nice job, bud. Hang on, John. We are going to give you uh, some tickets, a four-pack of them, actually, for a game coming up. Head coach Aaron McKee leads Temple Basketball into action against Tulsa Wednesday, March 4th, 7 p.m. at the Leacore Center. Don't miss the senior night festivities. You can visit owlsticks.com. Also, we grabbed a random texter, and that is Sean Perry. From Warminster, and Sean gets the same thing, the four-pack of tickets to the Temple game coming up on March 4th. So congratulations to you, my friend. And uh, the winning continues on because we're going to do a secret, or I'm sorry, we're going to do uh, today's lesson question. We'll see if you were paying attention to the program. We have a pair of tickets to see Roger Waters for the correct answer to this question. Pretty cool deal. So, Jeff... Peter Pan and Skippy are all fine brands of peanut butter, but which brand did Steve choose? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. Okay, Jif, Peter Pan, and Skippy are all fine brands of peanut butter, oh. but which brand did Steve choose? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you can call. Get the answer correct. Get the prize. Be a happy person. We're going to do the trash while you're doing that. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Pacifico Beer. Stop by Preston and Steve Cardboard Classic uh, Pacifico Pre-Party with chances to win prizes. Hang with the MMR me, Calendar Girls, and MMR personality like Marissa who will be at Bar Lee tonight in Philadelphia from 7 to 9. Details on uh, WMMR.com events. What's going on, Steve? Well, engineers have examined the wreckage of a homemade rocket daredevil Mad Mike Hughes died in after a crash landed in Barstow, California. The engineers concluded there was a fatal flaw in the design, that being that it was built by a guy named Mad Mike Hughes. Oh, my God. Lindsay Lohan has signed on to star in a new movie with Mickey Rourke called Cursed. Right now, the big guessing game is which one of their careers it will focus on. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Christina Hendricks revealing on The Late Late Show that she was the hand model for the poster of the 1999 movie American Beauty. Hendricks says the hand modeling all but dried up once people noticed her Winnebago-sized breasts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see if we can get uh, our answer. Uh, Jeff, Peter Pan, and Skippy are all fine brands of peanut butter, but which... Brandon, Steve, choose 215-263-WMMR. I'm going to go to Brian. Hey, Brian. Hey, how you doing? You guys rock. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. So what brand of peanut butter did Steve have? That would be Pud. Pud, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hang on a second, Brian. I love that word. The word Pud needs to come back. It's we, such we, a good we word. Just, it's We're trying. Nice. Hey, Pud. <laughs> All right, uh, Brian, we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see. Roger Waters, the second show added January, January, July 11th at the Wells Fargo Center. 
Uh, this is not a Drill North American tour performing in the round. Tickets go on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. There's a pre-sale tomorrow, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. While supplies last, you can go to WMMR.com for the password and details. And Pierre has another shot to win tickets later on today. Let's get into music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Yeah! All right, uh, let's see. I'm going to have an announcement during this news, or during this uh, music news cast. If Exciting. You so get yourself ready for that. But first, I want to say it's brought to you by the Pennsylvania Ear Institute of Salus University. Offering quality care for your hearing and balance needs. Their expert audiologist will help you hear your best. For more information, visit salusuhealth.com slash P-E-I. What? <laughs> Courtney Love commemorated the 28th anniversary of her marriage to Kurt Cobain with an emotional tribute post to her husband on Instagram. Uh, they were married on February 24th, 1992 at Waikiki Beach in Honolulu. I never really thought of those two as a Hawaii marriage kind of couple. Let's do something tropical. Uh, but on Monday, Love posted a photo from their wedding and wrote, I recall feeling deeply delighted, dizzy, so in love, and knowing how lucky I was. We're looking at a picture right now of the two of them together. Look at how happy he looks. I don't think I've ever seen <laughs> Kurt smiling. Cobain smile like that before, to be <laughs> honest. That's sad. Uh, she continued saying, this man was an angel. Uh, I thank him for looking out for me. Many parts of the last 28 years have been torturous, chaotic, and uphill and in public. That's the darkest S imaginable. It almost tapped my resilience. Almost. She added, but between Kurt's strange, amazing divinity and the honor of a few true fr- friends, the gift of desperation and sobriety, of a higher power and of love and of empathy, I'm here now. I'll be okay. F, I see him on the shore, she said, rocking in the free world, my husband. That's pretty touching. It is very touching. I think she's like 18 months. Exactly. She's Completely 18 months. Sober, she's been yeah. clean. She claims that she's been clean and sober for 18 months. Yeah, she was at the NME Awards earlier this month in London. So. Good for her. Mm-hmm. Coldplay, who we just played a moment ago, has shared a new music video for the song Champion of the World, uh, filmed in Los Angeles. They should have uh, Judah Friedland. <laughs> yeah, he's a yeah. world champion, that, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the clip finds Chris Martin portraying a little boy who gets bullied at school, berated by his parents. And ostracized by everyone around him, but who finds comfort in music and imagination. Uh, the track is taken from their latest LP, Everyday Life, and follows recent sing- singles, Orphans, Arabesque, and the title, tr- the title track, uh, Daddy, and Cry, Cry, Cry. Kirk Hammett wrote in a new blog post that he was thrilled to be performing on Tuesday night at a London tribute concert to Fleetwood Mac co-founder and blues guitarist Peter Green. Also on the bill were Fleetwood Macs, uh, Mick Fleetwood, Pete Townsend, ZZ Top's Billy Gibbons, Pink Floyd's David Gilmore, Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler, and many more. That's a pretty star-studded that event. That is damn good. Hammett wrote, it's just amazing seeing and hearing all the people uh, committed to the tribute. Well, the majority of them are all people that I've been well aware of ever since I was a young musician. Uh, so to be playing with some of them now, it's a mind-blower, he said. Ozzy hopes to begin work. On his next studio album later this year. I mean, he just put out the current one. 
Maybe he feels the the, the the fire again. Yeah. Speaking about his future plans, Ozzy said, I'm hoping that next month I'll go and do another album with Andrew, who's Andrew Watt, by the way, the producer and guitarist of the new album. He said, I might as well while I'm not doing gigs. Uh, what I learned from Ordinary Man, it got the juices flowing again. There we go. Uh, people, just, just like Steve said. Uh, people say they write the best songs when they're unhappy, and I was unhappy last year. Well, now I'm happy. Ozzy was out of action for all of 2019 while he recovered from various health issues, including surgery repair and old injury and pneumonia. Earlier this year, he acknowledged that he is suffering from a version of Parkinson's, Parkinson's disease and has postponed all 2020 tour dates for now. And now it's time for an announcement. Aha! Ladies and gentlemen, an announcement. Yeah, this uh, this show is actually going to be in Trenton. It will be at the Cure Insurance Arena. Tickets will go on sale this Friday. And I put it in music news because I'm sure there will be some music at this particular show. Uh, but MMR rocks Adam Sandler. Yeah! Thursday, April 23rd at the Cure Insurance Arena in uh, Trenton. Tickets on sale this Friday at noon. Uh, there will be a pre-sale <laughs> tomorrow at... Uh, 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. while supplies last. Uh, complete details and pre-sale password at WMMR.com, by the way. So I actually have a pair of tickets to give away. To caller number 10 at 215-263-WMMR. Caller number 10. We will give you tickets to see Adam Sandler Thursday, April 23rd in Trenton. <laughs> All right. So let's uh, do that. I've... Uh, It'd be a fun show. Yeah. His show's really good. In yeah. fact, in the light, you talk about music integrating its way into his show. His last show was where he would perform that super touching uh, tribute to Chris Farley, yeah. which made its way onto SNL. Yep, exactly. All right, uh, and with that, let's take one final commercial break. We shall return in a moment. Letter of the day for the word of the week prize. And Pierre Robert, stay with us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Uh, today's been an enjoyable program. It has been. Uh, thank you to our buddy Jim Jackson, JJ, for uh, saying that magic phrase last night during the Flyers game. And we got word of it, like, immediately. He did it early in the game. And he was playing sick last night, too. He's uh, dealing with the flu, so he's a trooper. Yeah, so we were there, and uh, we started getting texts <laughs> after he had apparently said it, because we weren't listening to the broadcast. We were just watching the game, and uh, he managed to... You're, well, let's play it. Play it yeah, Here we go. Seven teams on pace for 94 more points, but 20 games ago or so to go, Jonesy, so... Uh... Somebody peel the shrimp. This gumbo is just getting started. It is. It is. And there's a jumbo out in the ice right now, but he's not a shrimp. It's not gumbo, uh, Joe. No. Gumbo, Joe. He is. Nice. <laughs> Jonesy got involved like there. when he plays along. I do. He's, um, he's so good. They both are. Yep. Yep. They're great. Peel the uh, shrimp. Also, thank you to Suzanne Summer. Yay! She was delight. The phone line kind of sucked. Horrible. But she was uh, she was super duper nice and uh, told us a really cool story about being discovered uh, from uh, American Graffiti, having no idea that it had taken off. Yeah. 
Uh, so, and she's got a book that is out, and it is called A New Way to Age, The Most Cutting-Edge Advances in Anti-Aging. Uh, and thank you to Carl Cave for coming by. Yeah. National Rare Disease Days. Disease Day is coming up on uh, Saturday, he had said, and uh, there's a film called The Weight of a Mountain. It's on Amazon Prime. It's helping raise awareness, San Filippo Syndrome, terrible, terrible. Uh, rare disease. It's essentially Alzheimer's for kids. Yeah. Um, so uh, we thank him for coming by today. Uh, Pierre Robert is uh, present and accounted for. Hello, sir. Good day. Nice to see you. And to see you is to nice. It is to nice. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it when you yeah. just... What happens, happens. You got a riff, baby. You got a riff. You got to play hurt. You got a riff. You got to know that being in a band. Yeah. The Saintsers, they're all riffers. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's right. They all put that in their pipe and smoke. Oh, right? they sure <laughs> did. In their smoke and pipe. Is that here? Let's hear it. Yeah, dick that pipe in your smoking. <laughs> wow. I like that. Is that what did Nick say? Stick that pipe in your smoking. Uh, Pope Smike. Stick Pope's that Mike, Pope yeah. in your smoke it. Yeah. Pope Smikes. We had a rough start today. Yeah. No, these are the <laughs> verbal delineations which make life worth living. What wow. is this? What is Bia? What is it? Here, I don't hang know. on. Let's see what this is. Be an actor. <laughs> be, be, an be an actor. <laughs> be an actor. <laughs> like that. And then Kathy made an admission last yeah. night if you want to hear this one. Oh, okay. This is on NBC 10? Yep. Yeah. All right. I'm in my 40s, so it's kind of cool. <laughs> you said wow. it. <laughs> I was joking with them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can hear the humor in your voice. I'm in my 40s, so it's kind of cool. Yeah, you laughed. You guys thought I was 40. (laughs) That's from a piece you recorded 10 years ago. Did you watch it yet? (laughs) I did, yes. Okay. Uh, Apparently, they they made a mistake in, um, I guess, when they listed my father's name, so they wanted to correct it before they posted it, so I guess they had to wait for a few people to get in this morning. So, uh, yeah, the link is up on NBC10's website. I watched it. I'm sure Marissa's going to put it up, too. Yep, cool. I will see it. Uh, well, first, we want to get a letter from you. You good okay. like that? All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on Now, the daily letter. <laughs> sounded like a child. Actor. I like the man. The, uh, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. R as in ripped. All right, and we got a three-night, three-day drive-in stay mini vacation for four to Smuggler's Notch in Vermont. Uh, from Hyundai City. Hyundai City's uh, President's Day savings are in their final days. So come celebrate the red, white, and blue by saving a whole lot of green. Only at South Jersey's favorite Hyundai dealer, HyundaiCity.com, by the way. Uh, what's happening on your show today? Well, we'll have workforce blocks of Weezer, Rolling Stones. We got Volbeat. We have uh, another pair of tickets for Roger Waters uh, coming to the big joint. The second show on uh, Friday, the 11th. No, sorry. Friday the tenth is sold out. Uh, it's Saturday, or it's very full at any rate. So they added a second show for Saturday the eleventh. All right, okay. Um, and you, I know you don't go to many shows either, you guys. But the production of this is just stellar. Well, you actually went to the wall, didn't you, Steve? No, no. Oh. But I, I, I love, I love the movie. Uh, there's a movie that you were, you were at the Berlin Wall coming down, right? Which was sensation. I think Casey was at the production you're talking about, the one that took over in Citizens Bank right. Park. Uh, everyone raves on it. I, 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 sh- I have to get out because I'm a big Floyd fan. Well, you also love technology yeah. and incredible sound. You both love incredible sound and. Um, I, I will never forget being in the baseball stadium when, at the beginning of the wall, when the helicopter comes in, yeah. uh, I was in the first 15 rows, 
and 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 he had the speakers staggered in the surround sound yeah. fashion all the way to the back. I mean, expenses that no one spends uh, with with a band. And people are literally looking behind them, going, "Is is there a helicopter? Or yeah. you know, is there yeah, some kind real. of fake helicopter in the stadium?" It was that realistic. Uh, and on the last tour, he did this laser-like reproduction of the of the uh, multicolored rainbow triangle from um, yeah, the prism. Yeah, the from, prism. Uh, dark side of the moon. Dark side yeah. of the moon. I, I mean, just it's one thing after the other. So wow, it might be something. You know what? To yeah, I, I, we, we have. I think we're on vacation that week, but uh, and I'm going out of town, but I might be back in time for that Saturday show. So yeah, that would, maybe it'll work. That would be worth seeing. Uh, excellent. All right. Thank you, Pierre. And as we are wrapping, you know what? I have one last $50 gift card or for Positano Coast. I forgot to thank them. They came by and fed us this morning. Uh, so we'll take caller number eight at 215-263-WMMR. $50 gift card will be yours from Positano Coast. Been serving uh, Philadelphia diners for 15 years. They're fresh seafood, delectable Italian dishes, world-class wines, craft beer, and stellar cocktails. You can visit them. Uh, at uh, uh to make a reservation for lunch, dinner, or weekend brunch. And they are at uh, 212 Walnut Street on the second floor. Great place. Yeah. Um, let me thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors, the official supermarket of the Preston and Steve Show. And also Pacifico Beer, the Santa Vista of the Slopes. This year's proud sponsor of Car- uh, Preston and Steve's 2020 Cardboard Classic. So we thank them. Uh, tomorrow, among other things, we'll have comedian Ivan Decker in the studio. And we'll see what else we can get into. Yes. Sure, it'll be fun. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Live. Dude, close your mouth. You're going to catch flies. Seriously. You're a mouth breather. Knock that off. Next message. Ah, here's another shitty rainy day on the East Coast. But then I get a good shout out to all the good people down in Tennessee making whiskey. Next message. When you're sitting in the left lane doing 50 miles an hour texting, please look behind you every now and then to see if there's 15 cars behind you waiting to get by. The Preston and Steve Love You, Hate You line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.